my absolute favorite, and I love you all. I gotta listen to you every day. You guys are so funny, and it's such an enjoyment to listen to you every morning on my way to work. Can I just say hello, ladies? Hello, ladies. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hello, welcome back from the weekend. Is, there, is anyone still drunk from St. Patrick's Day? I think so. I think if you took our blood right now, they'd give it back. They'd be like, ooh. <laughs> no donation from you. We're testing positive for all sorts of things. Yeah. Well, welcome back from the weekend. I hope you had a great one. Uh, our show Friday, people are still talking about it. I, we we broke some laws. Uh, something happened. I'm still sweating uh, corned beef. Ugh. Not good. Ugh. What song do we have to start the day with? How about a little D-N-C-E? How do you spell that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This I is like nice. This one. Get your ass up. It's Monday. Oh, yeah. Baby, I, I got something to say to tonight. What you got to say? Every time I try to find the words, don't come out right. And I can't stop thinking about you. No, I can't stop thinking about you. Tell me that you want me to na 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 Baby, dance with me Come on and dance with me Clap your hands with me Go to friends with me Come on and dance with me Come on and dance with me Clap your hands with me Go to friends with me Beating hard Racing in my tears It's beating hard So much to do today. Uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber is going to be on with us, and also royalty from Broadway. Yes. In addition to him, he's royalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Platt, 
Remember from Dear Evan Hansen? Of course. And then Manuel Miranda from that little show called Hamilton. What show is that? You know, they actually did a mashup. Dear Evan Hamilton, if you want to call it that, <laughs> with proceeds going to the uh, the march. The uh, March for Our Lives this Saturday. Yeah. We'll be talking to them a little bit. We've got lots of stuff well, to do. Well, this is like Broadway show Monday. It is. Oh, I love a parade. <laughs> this is, you know, this is where I... I love my job. I know you do. Because I'm all about Broadway. Around the room, before we get started, Danielle, what's on your mind today? Well, I, we all know how much I love Jumanji, okay? I, it's no, you know, it's no secret it's around here. It's my movie. <laughs> but if anybody else gives me a DVD copy, I have enough now. Thank you very much. How many Every, do you have? I have four. People have been kind enough to say, hey, look what I got for you, and handing me a DVD copy of Jumanji, which I love, but I don't need all these copies. So I just would like everyone to know I appreciate the gesture, but now I have enough Jumanji. May I have one? You, I can give you one. Can we give one away? I can, we can give one away. Me call or nine. <laughs> you get a Jumanji when DVD. You, you do love that movie. You, I really it's do. weird because usually adults only watch a movie one time. Oh, no. Kids watch movies over and over, and you've watched this seven times. Uh, yeah, I've watched it a lot. Scary, what's on your mind today? My apartment is plagued with dust, and I realized this after I did some rearranging of my furniture over the weekend. I cannot believe that in 10 years I haven't moved my dresser, and there were these dust bunnies and clumps of how does it get there? How does it form? What is it? What is it comprised it's, of? I literally picked ugh, up dust. on the floor and I looked it's at dirt. it and I'm like, what it's is skin. this? Isn't it it's skin just, too? It's skin. Ah. It's dirt. It's just gray. It's a gray ball of a gray mass. How does it come out of nowhere? It doesn't. It comes out it, off of your skin yeah, and, uh, and your hair exactly and then the dust means. from the city that's blowing across the Hudson River. I'm fascinated by it. I wanted to like inspect it. Uh, Froggy, are you there? No, no Froggy. It's froggy. Oh, froggy was never mind. Froggy's not on. Maybe he's in the potty. <laughs> no. Uh, well, there you go. There's your around the room. Yeah, we have Thank very, you, Froggy. We have that very special guest coming in today to do the horoscopes. The Brooklyn Boys. Yeah. From hey. the Brooklyn Boys podcast. Oh, this is our theme song. Here it comes. That's I, right, Scary. I oh, love when Brody God. puts his glasses on. I think All he right. looks you so look like sexy. a grandma. All no, right. he looks sexy. Let's get it going. Brody, you're up first. I'm not wearing a chain on my glasses. The horoscopes. Let's right. go. Capricorn, you're feeling pulled in every direction. That's your heart bouncing around. But as always, you should still follow it. Your day is a nine. Aquarius. That's us. It's hard to uh, to focus with your head in the clouds. Be positive. You might just radiate your way out of trouble. And your day is an eight. Pisces, share your feelings with others to cure any self-doubt. There is power in numbers. Your day is a seven. Aries, although you feel the need to please others, don't let this cloud your indi individuality. Be cool and be yourself. Your day, attend. Taurus, Ooh. don't let others knock you off your path. Hold tight onto your schedule and follow through on your tasks. Your day is innate. Gemini's, you only get help when you ask for it, but remember to return the favor. Your day is a nine. Cancer, be a little flexible. You'll find yourself fitting into the most unlikely of places. Your day is a seven. And your fellow, our fellow Leos, don't get too hung up on getting answers from people. Riding the waves will lead you to shore. Your day, a 10. What? You're not a Leo. It says riding the waves will lead you to shore. Okay. Are huh. you a Leo? Yeah. No. Yeah, but he said my fellow Leos. You're yeah. not a Leo. You're not a Leo. <laughs> you're an Aquarius. But you're still a fellow. No, okay, you're not. Keep going, keep going. Oh, this, is, this is the worst horoscope ever. What the hell? Virgo, make plans and stick to them. Everyone else will fall in place accordingly. Your day, unlike Skiri's, is an eight. Libras, sometimes you've got to hush the internal dialogue with action. Do what you love with who you love. Your day, a ten. Scorpio, you're the greatest healer. 
do the world a favor and share your gift of care. Your day is a nine. And Sagittarius's, <laughs> it's in your best interest to connect with your emotions. Your passion is going to lead you to something grand. Again, your day, a 10. And those are your Monday morning horoscopes. That was really bad. You know, no, it wasn't. He got all the 10s. I love you guys, but that just wasn't the best. Really? Don't throw me under the bus. It was just him. It's, no, no, it's his fault. It seemed very long. It, it, it went on forever. It did. did it really? It's okay. Yes, I love you guys. Don't forget, listen to the Brooklyn Boys podcast starring Brody and Scary. Scary and Brody. Brody and Scary. And uh, make sure you listen to that today. Our first caller of the week is Heather. Hi, Heather. How are you feeling today? Hi, Elvis. Honestly, I could be feeling better. What's the matter? Um, it was St. Patrick's Day weekend. I, oh, yes. Yeah, it, I went a little too rough last night, and then I have class this morning, and I just need some motivation. Well, don't look to us for that. <laughs> this is the wrong place for that. Well, we can't handle that responsibility. All right, so what was your drink of choice over your St. Patrick's Day weekend? Oh, I always go for the cranberry vodka. Yeah, see, I would go for the cranberry vodka too, <laughs> but that, you don't know, not, you don't get that drunk on cranberry vodka though, do you? Oh, I do. I'm I'm a, I'm pretty bad of a lightweight. Oh. <laughs> uh, did you listen to our uh, St. Patrick's weekend kickoff show on Friday morning? Absolutely, and I loved it. What about Charlie Puth? Did you think he did a good job? <laughs> oh my God, I love his voice. He was like. He had the morning voice. It was perfect. Yeah. He had neck nuts. He had neck nuts. Uh, neck nuts. I tell you what, since we loved him so much, we're going to replay it. A lot of people missed it. That's coming up in like 30 minutes. You're our first caller of the day, Heather. We're going to send you an Elvis Duran shirt right now, okay? Awesome. Thank you. Should I give her a TV? Do you want a TV? How about it? I'm not going to give her. Do we have a TV? Give her a TV. You want to give her one? Screw it. I mean, you're in college. You need a TV. Yeah, give her a TV. You just won. <laughs> Hold on. You want some nice music? You have music for this, Scabby? I sure do. There you go. The LG OLED TV. It's a 4K TV, 55 inches. Yeah! yeah! Who doesn't love 55 inches right there? You are walking away with a 55-inch TV. <laughs> Best TV on the planet. Best in show. Whatever that means. Thank you for listening to us. And don't forget, o, uh, LG OLED TVs are fabulous. Congratulations. Actually Charlie Puth's TVs. So. We're giving you Charlie Puth's TV. Yeah, he couldn't carry it on the plane. Yeah. You want to win a cruise? You want to come on a cruise with us? <laughs> you just want a cruise. No! All right, thank you for listening, Heather. You have a great day, okay? Thank you. You too. All right, you guys ready for your Monday? Yeah. All right, let's have a Monday. This is how you say I hear Elvis Duran in the morning show. Elvis Duran in the morning show. In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing new LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. Call us at 1-800-242-0100. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. There he is. It's good to see Great T with his clothing on. Yeah, good morning, guys. You know, Friday for our St. Patrick's Day weekend kickoff show, mm. when you whipped it out for Charlie Puth. Yeah, only him. Only special people. <laughs> A lot of people were very offended by that. I Are wasn't. Are you kidding me? Danielle loved it. I Because I was so shocked that it was bigger than it I guess I just haven't seen it in a while. It gets, it's like a fine wine. It gets better with age. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, so Greg is here. Uh, yes. Time for your Wheel of Games. Yeah. All right. You ready to go? I certainly am, Elvis. Wheel of Games. All right.
like, look at the wheel. There's there's only one game on the wheel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why is there only one game? You know, guys, here's the thing. It was a long weekend, St. Patrick's Day. Everybody's out partying. You had the NCAAs on. Everybody was watching the games. Who's got time for extra games? All right. <laughs> so, hey, I say we just play Caller 100. It's landing on the game, and the game is called Caller 100. Perfect. Yeah. How do you play? Basically, it's like this. Well, well, talk if to, you want to win a prize... Hello, hello, talk to Kellen. He's your winner. Oh, hey, Kellen. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? What oh, is it so simple. You are caller 100, Kellen. What oh, the- my God. That's so excited. That's amazing. This yeah. Is, no, no, no. This is lame. It's the miracle of radio. All right, so you're going to play a game called Caller 100. Yes, we are. Well, she's oh. not Caller 100. Okay. We just picked up a phone, and she's not caller 100. You know, sometimes it's just caller one is all you need. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's play a game called caller one. You know, she's a voice on the phone. It's like this. Kellen, you want to win a prize? Yes, of course. There you go. Very nice. Who doesn't want to win? Right, there you go. This is the worst (laughs) game ever. Elvis, it was seriously the longest weekend of my life. Let me just tell you something. You were were just phoning it in. You had one job and one job only. Okay, well, what does she win? uh, There's no. Kellen, what do you want to win? You want to win an Elvis Duran t shirt? Sure. Elvis, take off your shirt and give it to her. No, (laughs) I'm not going to give her my shirt. it's, It's an Elvis Duran t shirt. Well, thank you for. No, I didn't mean it that way. Thank you for being caller one. Thank you. All right. What the hell is happening? Oh, guys, I mean, come over on. the weekend, it was tiring. It was St. Patrick's Day weekend. I actually went out with some of my friends, and I'm tired. But we're so I all came tired, in. and we're all here we, doing what we're supposed to do. People depend on us to do a show, <laughs> and we're not giving them their money's worth, even though they, even though they spent nothing. I look at it like this. Sure, today <laughs> might have been a little bit of a whiff. A whiff. A whiff. A whiff. You know, a whiff of what? But I got four more days to make it up. So you know what? <laughs> by Friday... You swing and a miss, Elvis. That's what I meant. Right. And by Friday, Elvis, I'll be employee of the month. All right. <laughs> I, I don't think that's possible. I can't wait. Well, thank you, Greg T. Uh, no problem. And his game, The Caller One. I got to go back to my desk and relax. All right. I'm real busy this morning. Uh, <laughs> if you missed our time with Charlie Puth on Friday, so many people wanted to hear it. They missed it. We're going to play it for you. Coming up next. Keeping you current on all things Elvis. The Morning Show Twitter account. Follow us now at Elvis Duran Show. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. So, you love filing your taxes online. It's fast. It's efficient. You're like done and gone. Right. The problem with that is you have people out there ready to steal your stuff. Tax preparation firms, phony refunds, IRS deposits. If you go online to file your taxes, thieves are hacking online accounts at tax preparation firms using them to file phony refunds. These jerks are contacting us, posing as collection agencies, claiming the refund was an error, demanding payment. People are falling for it. Another reason you need LifeLock. Why is it that every time you turn around, there's another scam? There's another damn thief doing another stupid-ass scam. There's nothing you can do to stop it, but you can slow them down. LifeLock Identity Theft Protection adds the power of Norton Security. They've been keeping our computers and our, our phones safe for a long time. Mm-hmm. They're protecting us against threats to our identity. People are stealing our stuff left and right. And, of course, if you, if you have a problem, LifeLock, they have agents who can work to fix it. Look, we know no one can stop every cyber threat and prevent all identity theft or monitor all of our transactions at all businesses. But with new LifeLock with Norton Security, they're able to uncover threats much better than we could. Yeah. I don't have the brain power or the bandwidth to keep an eye on my stuff. <laughs> Go to lifelock.com. I'll give you 10% off your first year if you use the promo code Elvis. That's lifelock.com. Use the promo code Elvis for 10% off. 
So much fun with Charlie Puth on Friday. A lot of people were bitching and moaning because they missed it. Yeah, they slept in on Friday. It's okay. We got it for you. We're going to play it for you in just a second. But first, we have to get into the Danielle report. Danielle, what's going on? So, Black Panther is number one at the box office for the fifth week in a row. Congratulations to the Black Panther. It made another $27 million. It beat Laura Croft in the movies. It's the first movie to spend five weeks at number one since Avatar did it back in 2009. Speaking of movies, tickets for Avengers Infinity War went on sale Friday morning within six hours. It had broken the record for the fastest selling superhero movie in the first 24 hours. The previous record holder was Batman vs. Superman, and you all know the movie comes out in April. Uh, The Backstreet Boys, starting their own restaurant. It's called Backstreet Barbecue. (laughs) You know you want to go. It should be Backstreet's Back... Barbecue! Barbecue! No, backyard barbecue. Yeah, okay. They also want to go into the tequila business once they find a partner in Mexico, so I'll keep you posted. Over the weekend, we heard that Logic and his wife, Jessica, have split up after two years of marriage. I I hate seeing these stories, but that's what's going on right now. Nothing else has come out about it. I'll keep you posted. But Logic's new mixtape did debut at the top of the Billboard albums this week. So uh, congratulations to Logic because he is number one. So tonight you've got The Voice over on NBC. Of course, American Idol is on. The seventh season premiere of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. You got DC's Legends of Tomorrow, The Good Doctors on, The Resident, The Alienist, Scorpion, and the list goes on and on. Next hour, we're going to talk about Luke Bryan drinking a beer out of a fan's cowboy boot. It just drives me nuts, Charlie Puth. <laughs> Performing for us. He wouldn't do it for anyone else, but obviously he likes us because yeah. he knows we love him. Mm-hmm. Please welcome to the show our buddy, Charlie Puth. Yay. I'm the only one clapping. Hello. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Right. Very high for this morning. <laughs> I'll admit I was wrong. What else can I say, girl? Can't you bring my head and up my heart? I was drunk. I was gone. Don't make it right, but I promise there were no feelings involved. No. She said, Boy, tell me honestly, was it real or just for show? Yeah. She said, Save your apologies. Maybe I just gotta know how long has this been going on? Been around on me while you call me baby. How long has this been going on? You've been never so shady. I've been feeling it lately, baby.
know, I heard that shout out. <laughs> that is unbelievable. That fabulous. Can you imagine someone can wake up at this hour and sound like that? That is yeah. incredible. Yeah, there's something screwy going on. <laughs> Seriously, I, th- 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 you were lip syncing. Oh, I know I, you were. You were so highlighter. Turn his mic on, Scary. Hug me. I was about to hug you. Oh. Aww. Aww. I smell hugs. like corned beef and cabbage. <laughs> you definitely smells like a cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't smell like, like you know how like some nice hotels like have like that nice uh, uh, like uh, like spray like that scent. Yeah. It smell. It literally smells like my high school cafeteria yeah. right now. We've been eating. <laughs> I know what exactly. Oh no! The most incredible brunch from Project Brunch. You, you, the most incredible you, brunch from Project Brunch. It's amazing. You should have some of this food, man. It's good. I, I, I'm assuming there's guacamole because it's green. Yes, there okay. is guacamole. Okay, you know what? By the way, <laughs> one of the things I love most about Charlie visiting us is he's not a morning guy. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm hiding from the world right now in my green, I mean my kind of lime green. I guess it's yellow. It is very young. It's the family. I'll accept it into the green family. I can actually hold this highlighter next to Charlie's outfit. (laughs) Do you want me to highlight something? It's actually lost. (laughs) It's actually lost. Charlie, what time do you normally get up? What time? I get up. um, I actually get up at like 9 a.m. to go work out with um, with my trainer, Harley. Um, But uh, that's in L.A., so that's like... 5 a.m. Yeah. Oh my God, you have that crazy morning voice yeah. right now. It does. Actually, Egg yeah. nuts. Now, have you, have, you ever, have you ever tried to do a recording session in the morning so you could try to get that bassy sound that you have now? Me and Pharrell actually work in the morning. When I, when I, I think I'm working with him, I think tomorrow, but that's in the afternoons. But usually we work at like six o'clock in the morning. Right. And, and when I asked him, uh, you know, you don't ask Pharrell why he does things because he's such a genius. You just yeah. go along with it. And I finally asked him after day four, like, why are we working at six o'clock in the morning? And he said, because I have triplets and I, I need to spend the day with them. Oh, but okay. also, I know, aw, but he also <laughs> said, because uh, it's, you know, you might come up with something you wouldn't normally do. And, you I know. agree with that, though. I yeah. mean, because your brain is so different in the a.m. versus the p.m. And, and there's a, neither one is better than the right. other, I don't yeah. think. But exactly. You, you have a whole different vibe. We all do in the morning. Just like people's yeah. brains on Sunday after St. Patrick's Day, which will be on Saturday. This yes. year. Isn't that right? Isn't wait, it tomorrow St. Patrick's yeah. Day? Uh, yes. We're celebrating today. Okay, Would you like a little Irish coffee for the yeah, morning? This is Uncle Johnny, by the way. Hi, Uncle Johnny. He's old. <laughs> hello, lady. What does your chain say? Hello, hello lady. This is hello, hello, lady. Hello, my lady. Hello, hello. my darling. Hello, my coffee. Or whatever. I don't exactly. know. <laughs> Would you <laughs> want a little Irish whiskey? Irish whiskey? Sure, I'll, I'll take a sip, yeah. G- get him going. Uncle yeah. Johnny. You want it in coffee or just a shot? I'll, t- I'll take a bit in the coffee. Okay. There you go. Cream or not? Like the Irish cream? No, just. Dairy. Uncle Johnny, no dairy. <laughs> you know, when I'm in New York, my like my Jersey accent comes yes. out. So I just really, I just caught myself saying coffee. I it's okay. That. I heard, I heard that. that too. Okay, okay. Let's talk about the uh, iHeartRadio uh, music that awards was fun. in LA. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll it, take my hood off. Here's my here's my favorite thing. I'm gonna take my headphones that's, off. That's I'm right. done. Let's take it all off. Let's. Um, I I didn't see any of the awards because we were busy. I was yeah. interviewing I'm during. Mine you know, on. The, I like the sound of my voice on the computer. All right, let me. Play. <laughs> <laughs> I like listening. That's such a musical thing to I say. Know. I like the sound. I'm a, of huge, I'm a huge nerd. Okay. <laughs> Don't you call that neck nuts? Yeah, you have neck nuts. Yeah. What's neck nuts? Because when you put it sound like this. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, you know, radio guys love to hear themselves in their headphones. That doesn't look, sound like the most visually appealing thing ever. Neck nuts. I don't. <laughs> It depends, it, depends, on, yeah. depends, it depends on what you're into, Charlie. Yeah. Now, so we were talking about the iHeart Radio Awards. Music Awards. Right. So I was interviewing uh, John Bon Jovi backstage. Ooh. And he, you heard what he said about you, right? I, I was told, 
Uh, I actually sat, I, they conveniently put me right next to him, and it was pretty cool um, that they put two Jersey guys together. Um, but all he said to me, I don't, I didn't know what he said in the interview, but people said that he said nice things. What he said to me was that uh, we used to live right across the, uh, the river from each other, Navasink right. River Road. Right. And I was like, your voice just cracked right there. You're like, all right. I'm going through puberty. <laughs> right. Can you turn my mic on? <laughs> okay, so you lived you really close to John Bon really, really, really close to him. And uh, um, he, he fist pounded me. And I saw David Bryan there, too, which is pretty cool. Here's, here's what he said. He said, Charlie Puth is from Rumson, New Jersey. This is John Bon Jovi, by the way. And if you're from Jersey, you understand it and appreciate it more than anyone else. How much did you put in here? Oh my God! Oh, just a dash. Yeah, so you're, yeah. <laughs> just I can drink tell. it. Yes, yeah, a gonna, little. You, you, have, you have no other obligations. Today. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, he says so. For 110 years, it was just us and the East Street Band, and now Charlie Puth gets to claim to be from our neck of the woods, mm. and he says that you are so good for New Jersey music business. Wow. Well, and that's John Bon Jovi. That's John Bon Jovi. I mean, did you grow up? Were you a fan of his growing up? I was. Yes, I was. I I didn't. I I was a fan of Bruce too. Like I saw. There's no. There's no need to pick any sides or anything. But I've never actually played the Stone Pony. Like he he asked me if I right. played the Stone Pony in Asbury Park. And well, you I were said, like two years old. I was like two. So no, I, I, no, I didn't do that. That'd be kind of creepy. But I know what beer smells like on a floor when people step over it, and that's what the Stone Pony. It, it will always yeah. smell like that. It's, it. it's, it's true. Kind of right, like so, right in this studio. Yeah, we're a little boozy. It smells like bo in here. Something. It smells like. Meat. Yeah. It smells like a B.O. A locker room. It smells like a boy's locker room. This yeah. is really, really heavy food. It's delicious. <laughs> Eat the food. You see, now you see, this is what makes me mad about people who move to L.A. You, yeah. bec- you become all persnickety, there's that word again, I about know. your food. It's like, oh, I can only eat like a half avocado for lunch. I know. I have become a little sensitive to cold, too. I used to walk outside and it's like 36 degrees and it wouldn't bother me and now. I can't even, I won't even leave my hotel room. Your voice, by the way, is like yeah. a chainsaw. It is so deep right now. <laughs> is it, Damn. Is it like those girls on <laughs> another radio station we will mention who, who crack their voices like this? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, vocal fry. Yeah, yeah vocal fry. Apparently, that's very good for your, <laughs> apparently, that's good for your voice, though, vocal fry. I don't like it. See, 100 is New York's number one hit music. Thanks. I don't like it at all. <laughs> Wait, you, you just, use that in Z100. It's New York's okay. number one hit music station. Okay, let me, give me, let me give you a few things that we're seeing with Charlie here. First of all, your nails are done. You you had a you had a manicure. Good. I don't know what's the deal with my nails, but they grow so fast. Like, my hair also grows very fast, and my nails grow really fast. So everyone was always thinking that I got, like, a French manicure, and I really they do They look not. good. No, his nails. Look look, look yeah. at his nails. You didn't get a manicure. They look I, like they've been buffed. I, they have. Haven't. I, all I do is sleep and drink lots of water and get lots of bedtime rest. You know, Charlie. Charlie is that friend that you know is always in bed sleeping. Yeah. You must love I, sleep more than oh, anything. There's nothing better when, uh, when, when, when you find out the news that can uh, cans have been canceled. Plans have been canceled. Right. And so you, you immediately crawl into your bed and like just. Check out. Yeah, people in LA really don't know how to say no. Like, if you're in New York and you don't want to go somewhere, you say to your friend group on text message, you say, No, I don't want to go. In LA, it's like, Oh, yeah, I could be down for that. That's what everybody says. I could be down. Maybe. Right. I don't, maybe people say that around here too, but I've I've definitely said it a couple times. Saying I no is so important. No just, is the most important word ever. I get um, yes, yes. It really it is. is. Yeah. Yes, it's it powerful. Is. Yes. Charlie, <laughs> I don't know. I don't I, I know you have a new yeah. house in LA and you're uh, loving yeah. the LA thing. I, I think you need to move back to the East Coast. I think you're starting to turn into one of them. No, I'm really not. <laughs> I think you really, I think you really are. That's I'm, oh, poor Charlie. <laughs> that makes you really me so are. sad. <laughs> <laughs> I think you really are. 
Uh, what anyway. else? Jeez. Okay. I'm going to talk about uh, voice notes. Yes, that's my album that comes out May 11th. I've already pre-ordered mine. Yes. Yeah. I, no. I'm, I'm. You know, I pay retail. I don't get this crap yeah. for free. I pay for it because I'm a fan. That's I'm very, there. That's very nice of uh, you, Because vo- vo- I love you. Now, uh, <laughs> voice notes it's is nice available for pre-order now, but yes. I think it's coming out in May. May eleventh. Right? Just like I said before. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to help you out there so you didn't have to scuffle through the paper. The two of you need a reality show. I know. There's nothing real about any of this. No. But, but again, on the eve of sort of of your new album coming out, is mm-hmm. the, are you at a point now, Charlie, where you're like, oh, they're going to love it? Or you're a little nervous, a little butterfly action I was, going on? I was just telling my sister, Michaela, um, in your wonderful, wonderful New York-sized green room yes. that um, I don't. I, I get so freaked out every time a song comes out because even we just put a new record out yesterday called Done For Me, and it yeah. features Kehlani, and I just I think she's amazing. And I... Up to up to yesterday, I was so excited, and now I'm like, oh, I don't know if it's good. And now people are like, it's good, and so now I believe that it's good again. I, as I as an artist, out. you need to go through the freak out. That's a part of that anticipation. That's a part of the you know that fine line between fright and excitement. You're there. That's good. That's good. I know. Well, to answer your question, I'm never going to be the artist who thinks that everything that he makes is like you know water, good or gold, good. I, that, that's totally fine. Are there any songs that are out? Of yours now that you go, oh gosh, I would if I could do that over again, I would. <laughs> Marvin Gaye. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because Why? It, it, it's just, uh, oh, I'm, well, clearly I should have picked a different song. Um, <laughs> I um I, I don't know. I just like that 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 song for me um, doesn't really make sense anymore. I I'm very happy about the success that it had and everything, and I do appreciate everyone's hard work on it. I and just, it made sense for the time it was yeah. released. Yeah, it made sense for the timing. It was just now I it, it's I I have to I'll put it to you this way. And when I when I go on tour this summer, I have to figure out a way to incorporate it into the sound of everything because this album sounds like an album, and that song will sound like you know someone else's song. So I have to kind of mesh it in. Uh, do that as the encore. You know, when you walk off and everyone thinks you're done, yeah. then you come back. Yeah. You can do it like it, that. Yeah, exactly. And then that's when you come on stage. That's and, it. I'm coming. Yeah. So, Charlie, uh, do you want to do a re-sing on Turtle on My Knee? <laughs> I, oh, are you talking about, um, yes. That, Throwing that turtle on my knee. That, turtle I, I, on your knee. I, I'm saying turtle on my name. I don't know where people got turtle on my knee. It does sound like turtle. It doesn't even make any sense visually. Throwing that turtle on my knee. Nope, sure. still you, makes no sense. You can have a, why would somebody throw a turtle you, on your knee? If you go and reshoot at the video, you can put a turtle, a on, turtle your on your knee. Throwing that turtle on my knee. This must be an iHeart thing because I only hear it about iHeart. Like, everyone's always bringing it up turtle on my knee. Like, what? Who? Did, did you start that? Yes. Who started it? Because it sounds like that. There are lyrics in many songs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Where, oh, oh. Where's the gumbo? Yeah. I ate enough gumbo for 24? Hold on a second. Oh, yeah. great. <laughs> I didn't have, what I a ate relief. enough gumbo for 24. Yeah. Ate enough gum before. You know what song that is? 23. What is that? Here it is. Here. Here it is. Uh, Tell me. Tell me. Scary, come on, man. I'm so glad you have you guys have Windows 98. It's so advanced. He's so nervous. I, I, I gotta be honest, finances are kind of really tight right now. Yeah, so. I hadn't seen a ViewSonic monitor and since like I was listening to it Scary, it's almost every Christmas. Time when I see anyway, it doesn't matter. Well let's let's move on. Uh let's just pretend we'll, that we'll didn't happen. Yeah, okay. oh, we do have Don't Be Afraid to Catch Fish. Where's that? My favorite. <laughs> okay, here it is. Hey. Don't be afraid to catch fish. 
<laughs> That's good. Name that song. That's Field. Like, hey. Don't be afraid to catch fish. It's right there. But it's not as great as... Throwing that turtle on my knee. Fish turtle. That's I wish I was quick with wit right now. I know a lot of songs I could probably... There people, I, I don't... I, okay. I, I, I understand what you're saying. Turtle okay. on my knee, but um, why would a turtle be? I understand catching fish, but why would a turtle be on a knee? Why not? Everyone, this you can hear the sound of people tuning out their radio stations. No, right no. Now. the people want to know, Charlie. The people want to um, know. That's you what know TMZ what I love. I love uh, you and G Easy. Oh, I love that song. I think that song's a smash. He's an incredible guy, isn't he? Great. He is, and he's like the rapper where I can understand everything he says too. It's very, very storytelling. It's I, I really, really like him. And he's he really and Halsey together when we were on the red carpet, yeah. they were so stoned. It was they're, so much fun. They're, very, they're a very <laughs> sexy couple. I was wondering why they were so quiet. The two. <laughs> no, no, they, no, they, they just smoked a little, yeah. or they were eating edibles. I don't know, but they I, were stoned, and, and like great, good for them. I just think it's awesome. She's from Patterson, and he's from the Bay. Two completely opposite coasts just come together. Yeah. It's like a Perfect, perfect romantic story, and just reminds me that I'm just going to die alone. Oh, stop <laughs> it! You just can't joking. look for it. It'll just happen. You'll yeah, be I the think. guy with ten cats that they find eating your body as you're, <laughs> as you're decomposing. <laughs> cat litter. Old man Pooth. <laughs> Old man Pooth was found in uh, Newark today in his eating, apartment, getting eaten by kitty cats, getting eaten with Cheetos <laughs> by his cat. He looked very lonely. At he, the ripe age of 99. <laughs> all, he, all he did was eat Cheetos and watch porn. Why? <laughs> all he did was eat Cheetos and go on blah, 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 doc. Exactly. Oh, the, the, That's right. I never visited. His wiener was orange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the cat seemed to enjoy. Speaking of wieners. Speaking of wieners. Uh, Great T, where are you? What? You know, Great T always uh, loves to take his clothes off for Is you. Is he going to paint his penis green? You know he does that. Where's Greg? We Where have a contest Greg? for you, Charlie. Oh, Greg. Before oh, you leave, oh, Greg. now do you want what's oh, in? Okay, wait. Do you want what's in the envelope or what's under the kilt? Come here. Get, get, get a microphone, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning, Charlie. Good morning, Ellis. Good morning. Yeah, do you want what's in the envelope or what's under the kilt? Am I allowed to see the envelope? No. Uh, it's, a, it's, an envelope. See... it's an envelope. It's an envelope. Okay, because I can see the kilt and something's bulging. So I don't know what I'm... Well, we know what it isn't. We know what it isn't, right. Right. I know. Charlie, um, I'm going to ask one more time. Do you want what's under the kilt or what's in the envelope? Um, I will ask... Uh, let me let me get the envelope. Because, yeah. ju just because I'm so scarred from last time. It was my <laughs> first time. I can't believe you guys did that to me still. My first time. I know. And you did find out last time that Gray Tea is hung like a pancake. That's right. Yeah. You have just won something that's in the envelope. Well, this is actually great for your Greg new house. T, Greg T's hung like a steak hitting a wood table at Peter Luger. <laughs> <laughs> You've just won an LG OLED TV. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm it's a 55-inch LG OLED EZ TV. I'm so glad I'm not that's chartering a plane anymore and I'm flying American. Great. That's so much better than anything oh, that's wow. under the kilt. Thank it's, you. Uh, yeah, Froggy's right. So what, show him what he didn't win under the kilt, uh, Greg yeah. OT. Charlie, I won to give you my morning wood. <laughs> Are you going to make me... And of course, I wanted to show you. I wasn't. No! Oh, no! Oh, my dear. my shillelagh. Dear God. Charlie. Charlie. That is just nasty. Charlie ran away. Would you put larger your... than I remember? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is just... We are so 
sorry, Charlie. My, that is a tasteless. I sing sensitive songs. Char- Charlie was nice. Family now. Oh, Charlie my. was nice enough to give us the gift of music, and we we pay him back by showing uh, him your little tiny. Hold on. The best comment was, "It's larger than I remember," <laughs> <laughs> which is so surprising because it's right. cold out. What a memory! All right, Greg, go away. Go oh away. my God. Charlie, nice talking to you again. It's, right, like a, oh, it's like a Turkish bathhouse. Put it away. Get out of here. Nobody Jesus, likes that. Was that. Just Damn. You know I love Michaela. See, I, I your could, sister Michaela is one of my favorites. Isn't she the best? Great go show her your show. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm no, so sorry. I'll, I'm so sorry. She got paparazzi the other day. Now you know it's getting weird. Really? Yeah. The, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm waking up all of a sudden because of this. Thank ah, you. It's very it's good for you. It's very good for Uncle me. Uncle Johnny, he's old and he's gay. He wears a toupee. Yes. Uh, before we were you talking about you guys, me, I'm like, that's, the, none of that's true. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about Uncle Johnny. What's your, oh, what's your, no, he's, um, he's old my and he's gay. My hair comes off, my teeth come out, my glasses come off. He's Mr. Potato Head. I love uh, it. How are we doing on the clock? Are we, is it time to uh, go? Okay, they're telling you, they're telling us it's time for you to leave. <laughs> yeah. They were telling you that like 20 minutes ago. That was kind of funny. People ask what it's like for our favorite, flight. our favorite artists to come in. <laughs> yeah. The artists are great. Their people are just a bunch of a-holes. Oh! Right. Not here, not today. But Oh, my God. Seriously. I'm going to miss my flight. I'm so glad I decided to fly commercial. I just needed to save some money today. No, you should. <laughs> now I got a T. I got to carry a TV. You enjoy your TV. We could mail yeah. it to you. And, but when you, you could mail it to of me, course. I could put it in my guest room. Charlie, <laughs> when you and your team come in, we always have the best time. Thank you. No, thank you guys, and I'm, I'm sorry for being so. No, so no, drink up. Usually, people's people are not nice, and you always have the best crew. You have the yeah. best family. Oh you know why? no, Because obviously, to. they love you. They do, and you guys love me. Do we, we all need to? Much. Do we all need, we need a, a group hug. Big, big, yes. big green hug right yeah. now? We're gonna have one. <laughs> a big green hug. Uh, <laughs> and don't forget to uh, say goodbye to the International Union of Elevator Constructors, Local One Pipes and Drums. I was gonna say that doesn't happen in L.A. That's very nice. No. That <laughs> they don't have those in L.A. No, they really don't. Okay, the album you can pre-order it right now. Get it right now and get the new single done for me. It's, I'm cool. play it's it. climbing up the charts. No, why buy it? I'm gonna play it for free. No, okay, don't. play. It. <laughs> you know, get your tape set out and and Danielle's going to tell you when you hit record and then you're going to put that on LimeWire LimeWire! You're going to put it on Kazaa or BearShare and download it. See, Uncle Johnny, what's your favorite website? Not BearShare. It's, uh, 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 a boy, a boys ahoy. Boys ahoy. That's his boys favorite. <laughs> you can find Charlie's new song on Boys Ahoy. You can find Charlie's new song. On, uh, Charlie, you know we love you. <laughs> Charlie is never coming back. He's like, I'm done with you. This is such a random conglomerate of things. I've seen Greg T's penis once again. I now know there's a thing called boysahoy.com. There's a lot of green food here. And I got I'm on the plane, so... <laughs> With my 55-inch TV. I said TV. <laughs> All right. Here's my 55 inches. <laughs> we love you, Charlie. Love this is Elvis Duran. Hello, lady. The Morning Show. In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing new LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. So, you know, it's been uh, three years and three months since I had my gastric sleeve procedure yeah. where they ripped out three quarters of my tummy. Mm-hmm. And one of the rules was no more carbonated beverages. Right. I haven't had a bubbly beverage 
in over three years. So what are you trying to say? I need a bubbly beverage. Are you supposed to do this? I'm not supposed to drink bubbly beverages, but yeah. I'm going to have a sip. Okay. I'm not going to drink a whole can. So I have a, a can of bubbly sparkling water, strawberry bubbly. Zero calories, which is good. Are you going to explode? I don't know. Oh, I hope not. I don't know what's going to happen to me. We'll do that in a minute. I've got okay. an interesting story I have to tell you. Uh, we received a text mm-hmm. from uh, one of our favorite listeners, Siobhan. Good morning, Siobhan. Good morning. How are you? We're doing Hi. very well. We saw your text and had to get you on the phone because this is so interesting to me. Yes, it's actually crazy. <laughs> Tell everyone what happened to not you, but your sister. Yes. Yeah, so yesterday I received a text and my sister said, have you ever seen that show? I didn't know I was pregnant. And I'm like, uh, yes, I have. And sure enough, she was having a baby. So. Wait, she called you while a baby was falling out of her? What? <laughs> no, not quite. Almost, though. So. So, she had no idea? No idea. Well, wait, no how, idea how pregnant all. is she? How, how far along is she? Uh, nine months. Oh, my God. Okay, okay wow. wait, 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 wait. So she hasn't, she did what about the weight gain and, like, the movement inside? Like, nothing? Yeah. Um, so she did gain a little bit of weight. Nothing, like, too crazy, though. Like, we just kind of attributed it to, you know, normal weight gain. And right. she's very tiny. She's only 4'11". So gaining weight, like, if she gains a little bit of weight, it looks like a lot more prevalent than if, you know, it was anyone else. Right. So there was that. But she didn't have morning sickness. She didn't have really anything, any of the symptoms. Well, how did so. she find out she was pregnant? Wow. So she went to the doctor um, just because she thought that she had a UTI. And then they're like, oh, and, you know, the pregnancy is positive. And she was like, what? <laughs> and then uh, they're like, yeah, you didn't know. So then they told her that she should go to the hospital. And sure enough, she was uh, 38 weeks along. And the baby <laughs> wasn't kicking or anything? Um, they. She doesn't really know. Like, she, she Hope I mean the baby's healthy now, so maybe it did move, and she kind of didn't like really put two and two together. Siobhan, that's crazy. Wow. I, I have seen that show, yeah. Yeah. and typically, I mean, I mean, and many times a woman can be pregnant, but maybe because she's larger in size, she doesn't know or whatever. And yeah. I get that, but to be a tiny framed person like your sister, right? And all right, well, right. so so. How does it change your life when you, you find out, I mean, days before you're about to have a baby? I mean, it's not, you don't have nine months to prepare. You're, you're yeah, any no. minute now, she's going to have a baby, right? Wow. Yeah, we don't have anything. So, well, she she gave birth yesterday. Oh, okay. So now we're just kind of like putting things together. Uh, we all, we live together with our parents. Uh, I'm in law school right now. And uh, so she, we're just going to do the best that we can, you know, and like, you know, his family's very supportive and, you know, where everyone's very involved and and happy, but he's shocked still. So it'll definitely change our lives, but nothing we can do about it now. And it sounds like it's a it's a positive. Everyone's yeah. everyone's like we're accepting it. We have a new member of the uh, family added to the family and it's all good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely good. At first, it was definitely a shock, and it was just kind of like, all right, here we go, <laughs> showtime. But but now that we have time to like settle, it'll you know have some time to settle in and like figure everything out. Wow, um, you know, I just can't imagine that. that like, wow. do you have another 
another person in the house, like without any warning. Surprise! That's so crazy. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, uh, so producer, so producer Sam, you, this happened to someone you know? Yeah, this happened to my sister's coworker. They have a couple weeks now. They're nesting for a baby, except they just found out, and she's due soon. So like how crazy. soon? It's they're in the last. They're w- under a month. Wow, it, at least she has a month. Yeah. Siobhan's I, sister had like three hours. Oh my God, it's wild. <laughs> Wait, what? Siobhan, did the fo- was the father shocked? Oh, yeah. I mean, he was like crying. He was, you know, he was happy and everything. Not cries of sorrow, but he, he was happy. And um, yeah, it's just, it definitely was kind of a shock, but like we didn't really have time to process everything. No, that, it was like, wow. that's wild. I've got good news and better news. The good news, you're having a baby. The bad news, his arm is already coming out. <laughs> That's an arm. Well, Siobhan, thank you. Tell your sister, tell the father, tell everyone, congratulations. I'm, I'm so happy that you have a new baby in the family and everyone's on board and it's all cool. That's great. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. I, I listen to you guys all the time and I'm glad that I, this is something that I got to talk to you about. Oh, I know. I know. Aww. Interesting story. I love it. Thank you, Siobhan. Have a great day, okay? Oh. Yeah, you too. Oh, well, hold on. Scary has okay. a question. Wait, wait, hold on. Do hold you on. think oh. that there's any possibility that maybe she knew but was keeping it to herself? Does she have reasons to? Oh, the to conspiracy. Have to do that? Scary oh, thinks there's a conspiracy oh, here. <laughs> Siobhan, how do you I want to answer that one? Was, I think there was things that maybe she could have. She could have thought about it. Like looking back now, it's like, oh, maybe that was like kind of a sign. But maybe like. Even that she was five or six months along, not nine months. Wow. Yeah, that's just crazy. You know, and there's no scary. time for a baby shower. Yeah, there's no time for any, baby yeah. showers are so awful anyway. Oh, not for the mom. <laughs> they're boring. They're boring. You play those dumb games. Yeah, no. Anyway, thank you, Siobhan. Have a have a great day. Yeah, you too. I yeah, like I mean, surprise, baby, here. Do you stop drinking when you're considering having a baby? Like, yeah, that's you're scary. Supposed, you're supposed to. No, yeah. just, and prenatal vitamins and all that stuff. Like you, you know. Scary. I don't know. I thought may, may, maybe maybe she just was afraid to see how it was going to be received by the family. Scary. So Would you stop it? Minute. Scary. No. I'm just scary. saying. I don't scary think thinks so. that there's a conspiracy everywhere. <laughs> she's no. 11. I, I am shocked that she's that small and that there's no noticeable change. I don't know. Well, I know it can happen. I, it can happen. And it we've, did happen. We've, we've seen the show. Look, we've had 10 million listeners out there. And there's a possibility of almost anything happening to anyone yeah. of our listeners, and it, it happened. What, what's up, Straight Name? Well, I, I guess there could be a twist, like a show for the guy. I didn't know I got the girl pregnant, right? Oh, that doesn't sound like a good show. I don't right? know if I'm on. <laughs> you want to be on that? I definitely do not want to be on that show, but I'm trying to think. Are you a candidate for that show? No, 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 no. I, but I'm thinking... As a guy, I can't think of anything like this where all of a sudden my body's changed and I don't even know it, and then something's coming out of my body that is alive. I, I can't think of I the equivalent. What did you eat? Well, like, well, you had that hemorrhoid. Yeah, that's well, right. That was alive. That was on the outside of my body. I don't want to get <laughs> into that. This is gross. Yes, Greg T. You know, I, I will say, you know, a lot happens in nine months in a relationship. So let's just say, like, you know, it's month number one and everything's great and you're in love and everything's wonderful and you got intimate and everything. But all of a sudden, like, towards, like, nine months, you're kind of like, you know, I'm thinking about breaking up. And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, wait, hold on. I have Halt, a baby. Stay there. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that, like, don't now, go well, anywhere. Now okay. all of a sudden, I'm locked in. I'm I like, know, what am I going to do? In this situation, it sounds like everyone's on board and everyone's cool and everyone's supportive. So mm. I, I'm glad it's working. Working out for sure, yeah. sure, sure. And there you go. So I'm wondering, as you listen to this show right now, that weird feeling you had this morning? Maybe it's a child. <laughs> Maybe you're a mommy. Maybe you should go get checked. You should go get checked. Uh, all right, so 
Speaking of, I don't know what it's like to be pregnant or what the feeling is like. It must be like you're bloated. How do you yeah, feel? Yeah, you feel blo- It depends on the day. You feel bloated, indigestion, excitement, sometimes nothing. No, but physically, you're, you're like, like You're Whoa. exhausted. Yeah. The oh. first couple of months, you're absolutely exhausted. Maybe well, what, I am pregnant. What, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm about to do is going to make me feel pregnant. Would you like now, a drum roll? No, no. Oh. I haven't had a carbonated beverage in three years and three months, Please. and I miss it. Please don't blow up. A bubbly <laughs> beverage. By the way, bubbly beverage was my favorite drag queen on Fire <laughs> Island last year. Please welcome to the stage, bubbly beverage. Woo! Uh, so I'm and I'm not supposed to drink it because they say it will stretch my stomach. And I and look, I need to be careful. My stomach is at the three year mark, and they say when you have the gastric sleeve procedure, your stomach is going to start to expand. It's oh. just the way it is. Okay. And I don't want to expand it, but I want to. I just want to taste. I want the feeling of a bubbly beverage. I want to feel it on my tongue. Imagine not being able to drink a, a carbonated beverage yeah, ever. Yeah, I like, and I love carbonated stuff. And so I'm, I'm, about, I'm about to feel it on my tongue, and then I'm going to swallow it. I'm going to feel it going down, and I'm mm. going to feel it hit my stomach. Okay. This is going to be, this is very dramatic. This go is ahead. scary. Science experiment. Here we go. What are you doing? What are you doing? I, th- I thought you wanted maybe some kind of music here. Um, a drum roll. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Mm. Oh my gosh. Oh, that is so fabulous. Oh, wow. When it hits, oh, kaboom. Eyes are watering. Wow. Wow. Oh, oh my God, my stomach. Get Don't out. throw up. Don't throw up. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> wow. What a weird feeling. That is so crazy. I, I, don't, I don't want anymore. I just had one, one sip, is all I need. Boy, that was good. Oh. It's so refreshing. What was it like? Did you feel it like popping all the way down? Yes. Ooh. Oh my God, that feels awesome. Was it like pop rocks? Yes. <laughs> no, but I feel like it, it It cleanses, you know, your mouth. The bubbles are like yeah. scrubbing bubbles, scrubbing bubbles. Oh, crazy. And it goes all the way down, but when it hits your stomach, it's like kaboom. Oh, man. That was awesome. I'm fascinated. Let me have one more sip. No, no. Just oh, one no. More, just, is, and I'm not doing big gulps. This is how I feel when I have one to have a cigarette. You know, like give me one. Let me have another cigarette. Oh my, God. oh my gosh, that tastes so good. Okay, yeah, it's the same now, thing. See, now you've opened Pandora's box. Oh. And you're gonna want more. That's what happens with smokers. Oh. What else haven't you done in three years? Let's uh let's let's do it now. <laughs> That's the only thing I've given up. <laughs> That's it. That's it? Seriously. No, <gasps> everything is full throttle. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's working. Yeah. Plumbing's all good. All right, I had to do that. You know, if you've been through the, uh, what I've been through, the, the gastric sleeve, oh, oh excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you've done it, you know what I'm saying. You're not supposed to have carbonated beverages. Right. You're not supposed to. But, oh, boy, that felt good. Oh, boy. It's like the forbidden fruit. <laughs> All right. See, what's, you know, see, another point here is you take things for granted. Yeah. You can drink a carbonated beverage anytime you I want. I can, yeah. <sighs> what? That's, uh, your, your friend is coming back. ALW. In about an hour. Who's ALW? A- oh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> oh, do you know him well enough you can call him ALW? Yes. Yeah. I well, have his email. It's ALW at... No, well, I'm not going to... I'm not going to give it away, but it's a... I actually have ALW's email. Hotmail. Yeah, it's either at AOL, Gmail, Hotmail. Anyway, ALW, Andrew Lloyd Webber. His book is out. The guy is a genius. And thanks to him, Broadway is better than ever. We'll talk to Andrew Andrew Lloyd Webber in about an hour. I'm sorry, ALW. Coming up. ALW. 
Elvis Duran presents 20-somethings doing nothing. A podcast about two friends navigating their 20s one mistake at a time. You don't have a drinking problem. You have a, a fun, fun problem. problem. Exactly. Yeah, you at least you're getting it out. <laughs> 20-somethings doing nothing. Listen on the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hiring? ZipRecruiter has revolutionized how you do it. Their technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. They find great candidates for you. Try it free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tab. All right, Scary. Yes. What's your phone tab all about today? Todd wants to phone tap his roommate, Liam. Liam gets sloppy drunk whenever he goes out, and on St. Patrick's Day, he really went overboard and got escorted out of the bar. Uh, but he had started this tab, and he never paid the bill. So Todd wants me to pretend I'm from the bar trying to collect. He starts the call. You know how many times I've received that phone call the next day? Yeah. Uh, Elvis, you didn't pay your bill last night. Oopsies. And it's a doozy. Uh, well, let's see how we can turn that into a phone tap. Here we go. Listen in. Hello. Todd. Hey, can you step out for a second, dude? What are you talking about? Step out for step, step out for a couple minutes. Hey, this, this is important. Everything all right? What you did the other day is getting us all in trouble. What do I do? Well, yeah, you stepped out. Of course, you don't remember. You were not. It's St. Patrick's Day. When, when you all that stuff you did, it's getting us in trouble. They're on the other line with me. What do you mean they're on the other line? They kicked us out. What do, you, what, what do you want? That's the end of transaction. They kicked us out of the bar. Some guy Donovan's on the line. He wants. He's saying you didn't pay the bill, and that now we're like. Pay the bill. They kicked us out of the bar. Talk to him. He's starting to call. Oh, absolutely my not. Like absolutely, I'm not talking to him. Just hang up on him. You ran like a three hundred dollar tab. The guy's really pissed off. Well, he shouldn't have kicked us out of the bar. You got to deal with this right now. I'm at work now. Out. I'm in the bathroom at work now. I'm not going to talk to the man now. He's he's you want me to go down there? He's on the line with me. Let me connect him. Hold on. Hello? Yeah, hey, Donovan, I got Liam. Liam, yeah, I'm here. The guys. I'm here, I'm here. Did you come out of your uh, drunken coma yet? Uh, how, how can I help you out here, sir? This is Donovan from Dealing Pub. Do you remember being here on Monday? I have a big recollection of it, yes. I remember being kicked out of your bar. Oh, you got the Irish amnesia, do you? Are you mocking me, sir? I'm not mocking you. Do you know what you did? You ran out of here. You charged a $312 bill. I ran out. Yes. I have a distinct, very clear memory of being... Out, sir. But you, you never came back yesterday to pay the bill. Where have you been? Why would I come back to a bar that kicked me out? Two of your big bruisers grab me by the arm, toss me out, and leave me on the street. And you want me to come back and give you $300 in cash? Well, first of all, you got kicked out because you were disrupting everything. Okay, do you remember anything? I was having a crack. I was having a great time. I was entertaining the whole pub. First of all, you were mocking everybody that came in the bar. You were like, ah, look who's here to have a drink. Kiss me, I'm Irish. Kiss me, I'm Irish. To everybody that walked in. I'm not sure I understand your point, sir. Of yeah. course it was. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's harassment. You asked this one girl if she wanted to feel for your pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I never did any such thing. I know how to handle my liquor. I wasn't ever too drunk to drink. You know how to handle your liquor two at a time. You were double fisting Guinness. You had Irish handcuffs on. You're damn serious, is it? What do you have me do? Well, how much are you going to drink at once? Well, bring it up your revenue. You're welcome. My bartender, Kelly, cut you off. You tried to go around the other side of the bar and deal with Brent instead. And we kept giving you your bill. Never in my many years have I ever paid a tab on a bar I've been thrown out of. This isn't Ireland, Liam. you got to pay it. Oh, so this has happened in the past. At any given time, I go to whatever pub will have me. And if a pub kicks me out, I sure as 
don't come back and pay me bail. Then you picked up the policeman's bagpipes when he left them on the chair, and you started blowing into them. Do you remember that? I didn't. I did no such thing. I remember that. I had to apologize to the policeman so that you wouldn't get arrested. That's why you picked in. Oh, f- are you on here? You owe us three hundred and twelve dollars. I owe you nothing. You owe me a night pocket to bar. You ordered shepherd's pie for the entire table of nurses that came in. They looked like they were hungry. Get down here and give me that green. The bill becomes null and void when you kick me out of the bar. I would throw it out in front of all the birds I was talking to. You make me look like a fool. The only reason I would come down there is to bury my boots so far up your f***ing taste it for a week. All right there, fighting Irish. Why don't you come down here so I can wash your mouth out with Irish spring? I even have feelings in me knuckles since I was 12. Is that the word you want to enter right now? You just make those threats at me, and I'll be doubling your pain. You'll be doubling me pain? Yeah, exactly. A little, a little Irish accent at me? Yeah, exactly. Do you know that you've been phone tapped? What? You've been phone... <laughs> <laughs> Liam, this is Scary Jones, Melvis Duran in the morning show. Oh, are you kidding me right now, the two of you? You still owe that money. (laughs) Well, I still just avoid that place for the time being. This phone tap was pre recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. The National Radio Hall of Famer. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. world-famous and highly delicious, Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's releasing these new Hamilton-related music and videos in this monthly series called Hamil Drops. And a very special one for March, he's doing with our buddy Ben Platt. It came out at midnight. It's out. You can buy it. A portion of the proceeds from the uh, downloads go to the March for our lives initiative. And we're all going to, we're going to be in Washington for that this weekend. Right. So fantastic. So when they said they're going to call in, I'm like, no, they're not. I know. We didn't believe it either. Like, no, they're too they're, busy. Come on. But they're here. Lynn Manuel Miranda, Ben Platt. Good morning. Welcome to the show, guys. Good morning, guys. How are you? Well, there you hey. are. That's good morning. Good. good morning. Welcome back, Ben. We miss you. It's nice to talk to you again. I'm sorry I'm not in person this time. Yeah, we are too. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're fully clothed and everything. It's kind of boring <laughs> here today. But... Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, such a pleasure to have you on the show as well. Talk about First of all, talk about the uh, the Hamill Drops, the series. You're, you're, you're dropping stuff like every month, right? Yeah, that was the plan. And the plan was sort of to, uh, you know, we had all this great Hamilton content that we didn't release. Uh, we didn't feel like trying to top ourselves with another mixtape. Well, so, Ben, you get the phone call. And, I mean, I'm sure there was no hesitation whatsoever. And we actually saw the video of you guys in the studio working on this. It's just a very powerful song. I can't wait to play it in a second. So, Ben, when you get the phone call, your first thought is what? Why did you feel so moved to do this right now with uh, Lin-Manuel? Well, I mean, it's sort of a, a, the, the greatest double-edged sword of all time because I, you know, like like most Americans right now, is feeling incredibly frustrated that these shootings just keep happening and happening, and they feel sort of out of control, and, like, there's nothing really we can do. And there's no sort of really effective action any of us can take. And especially as an actor, you know, I feel pretty helpless because I'm not, you know, very politically knowledgeable. And there's just not a lot that I felt like I was being effective in helping except for sort of tweeting my anger the way that everybody is. And so to to do something that feels like even a small drop in the bucket of something that's going to be helpful was just, you know, a a huge honor. And then uh, on the other side of it, you know, Lynn is 
just one of the greatest artists we have. So any chance to collaborate with him is something I would jump at. So to get to do that on something that is so meaningful was like the greatest combo platter of all time. So I, it was an immediate yes, of course. Well, you're absolutely right, Ben. Lynn Manuel Miranda, everything he touches turns to gold. Would yeah. you come up here and touch me? <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, creepy? My, my, my child diapers would beg to differ with you. Come on, that's I know it's kind of creepy. <laughs> uh, but last month, I know you dropped, uh, I think, a Hamilton polka with Weird Al, and I love how you switched gears totally yeah. for this month. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean that's sort of the fun of this. Is it's it's um, you know for me getting to make the Hamilton mixtape was like fantasy camp. It was like who are my heroes? Uh, who are my heroes who have seen the show and are hopefully uh, inspired to, to collaborate? And uh, you know, Weird Al was a was a big one. Now on the uh, on the mixed uh, tape, I call mixed it, tape. I know I call it a mixed tape. What year is I'm this? I'm old school. Um, but honestly, yeah. did anybody actually say no to you, like that they couldn't do it? Because I would think everybody would like to work with you on a mashup. Oh uh, well, I mean, people are busy. <laughs> now, give us the names of people yeah, who've turned are, you down. We're gonna call them and yell at them for you. <laughs> I would I would never do that because I still have uh, eight months left. Of All right, yeah, you've got work to do. <laughs> you know, before we play the song, by the way, and a reminder, you can buy it, download it right now. It came out at midnight last night. We'll tell you how to do it in a second. Coming up in one hour, it's it's so funny that we have Lynn Manuel Miranda and Ben Platt on. And then in one hour, we have Andrew Lloyd Webber coming on. It's all musicals all the time. This is the most, <laughs> this is the most powerful show in, in the world. It is. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> and I'm sure you're a fan of his. He does okay. Uh, and by the way, Lin-Manuel announced uh, to an audience at the National Museum of Puerto Rican Arts and Culture in Chicago. He's assisting with the relief of post-hurricane Puerto Rico now as well. I mean, so both of you, Lynn and Ben, thank you so much for all you're doing and taking it beyond the stage and taking it beyond the studio to help people that really, really could benefit from your voices. And we appreciate it very much. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I also want to give a shout out to Alex Lackenberg, who is the music supervisor on both Hamilton and uh, Dear Evan Hansen, who's sort of the perfect person to send this to and be like, hey, can you match these up? And he did an amazing arrangement, uh, which is what you're about to hear. Excellent. Let me play it. Uh, a portion of the proceeds, of course, from the downloads go to the March for Our Lives initiative, which is this Saturday. We're all going to be in, in D.C. for that. Uh, Dear Evan Hamilton is basically what we're doing here. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you very much, and uh, thanks for uh, calling in this morning. I appreciate it. Thanks, Evan. All right. We'll, we'll check you later. Thank you. Have, have a great day. This is found tonight, Lin-Manuel Miranda and Ben Platt. We may not yet have reached our glory, but I will gladly join the fight. And when our children tell their story, they'll tell the story of tonight. They'll tell the story of tonight, tonight. Have you ever felt like nobody was there? Have you ever felt forgotten in the middle of nowhere? Have you ever felt like you could disappear? Like you could fall and no one would hear? Well, let that lonely feeling wash away. Cause maybe there's a reason to believe you'll be okay Cause when you don't feel strong enough to stand You can reach, reach out your hand 
Raise a glass to freedom Something they can never take away No matter what they tell you Someone will come running to take you home Raise a glass to all of us Tomorrow there'll be more of us Telling the story of tonight Of the shadows The morning is breaking That was goosebump good. Lin-Manuel Miranda and Ben Platt uh, joining forces between two of the most powerful shows in New York City Broadway history. Uh, We're talking about, of course, Hamilton and Dear Evan Hansen. That is available now. And as I said before, proceeds uh, from the downloads will go to the March for Our Lives initiative, which is going down this Saturday in D.C. And I can't wait to get on uh, on the turnpike and head on down. So cool. Yeah. We got a hotel room. I, I, I How booked, did you do that? I booked early. I was going to say, how'd you find a place I to stay? I booked early because you cannot find no. anything available now. No. And by the way, uh, Lynn is actually bringing back his role as Alexander Hamilton in January. Of 2019. 2019. A three-week run in Puerto Rico, in San Juan. The theater itself where they're doing the show, yeah. is, it was damaged during Hurricane Maria, uh, undergoing repairs just in time for the show opening in January. $10 tickets for yeah. the citizens of Puerto Rico to go see Hamilton. That's Can you believe that? How much are the tickets here in New York to go see Hamilton? $10 million dollars <laughs> no. a seat. So $10 tickets. They're also going to sell some expensive ones to raise yeah. money. Uh, but, you know, I, I love it when guys like Lin-Manuel and, uh, and Ben Platt, actually, like I said, they go outside the walls of what they do for a living to help yeah. other people. I love that. And I love that he knows what he's doing January 2019. <laughs> he knows that far in advance what he'll be doing. What will we be doing? <laughs> Who the hell knows? <laughs> I don't even know what we're doing in five seconds. <laughs> what are we doing in five seconds? I don't know. Uh, you can talk about this. Thank you, uh, everyone who put up with us Friday for our St. Patrick's Day show. Yeah. That was a total mess. crap show. A mess. It was a mess. It was just a big, it fat a mess. mess. You know, and we're hearing that Charlie Puth... His people were mad because Greg T. pulled his wiener out. You know, I was kind of impressed with Greg T. at that moment, and I think it's because I haven't seen it in so long, so it was a little bigger than it used to be. You missed it. I was like, oh, look at that. Maybe it's not bigger. Maybe your eyes are smaller. It could be. My eyes are smaller. Yes, a a straight Well, you might be right. What you didn't see, Greg T. was prepping himself. Oh, Oh, he had had a fluffer? He he was fluffing himself. Oh, no. Okay, so, so... 
we know for a fact that Charlie's people were upset at that. So, but Charlie wasn't. I think uh, Charlie was okay. Charlie's with okay with us, but I don't know. You know, as I say, the people are always the problem. Yeah. So whatever. I love Charlie. He's, he's welcome to come back anytime of without course. those people. Anyway, <laughs> oh uh, if you're just waking up today after a St. Patrick's Day weekend, uh, welcome to reality. Danielle. Yes. Let's get into the Danielle report. So Netflix just released a list of 10 movies that are supposedly so scary that people start watching, but they can't finish. They include Veronica, The Conjuring, The Void, Cabin Fever, and the list goes on and on. A new study came out. It looks at smoking in television shows that are popular with kids, and they found that Netflix is a major offender. Season one of Stranger Things was the worst. It had 182 scenes with tobacco. The Walking Dead on AMC comes in uh, second with uh, 94, so not cool. Oh, speaking of The Walking Dead, so last night we had the naked zombie appear on The Walking Dead. And if you were expecting to see something major, it didn't happen. According to Brody, he said some, some things about it, but you probably can't repeat those things. No, there was, there was nothing there. Yeah. I mean, you could see the zombie wasn't wearing clothing, but everything else was all, you know, eaten away. It was, so that was it. There was nothing hanging, swinging, drooping, nothing. <laughs> so if you were looking for that, sorry to disappoint. I the drooping dead. <laughs> There's a new movie in the works about Shia LaBeouf's complicated relationship with his dad. Shia will be playing his dad, so that should be interesting. Wendy Williams is returning to her show today, um, so we're excited to have her back. Uh, And the Will and Grace revival has uh, been renewed for a third season, so you're getting that. So Marvel Comics legend Stan Lee lost his dog, and former NFL superstar Jim Brown found the dog and returned it. So just a little tidbit for you this morning. And uh, Luke Bryan did a shoey during his concert in Australia. If you don't know what a shoey is, it's where you drink beer out of a shoe. This case was a cowboy boot. He actually took a cowboy boot from one of his um, one of his fans and he drank, uh, you know, some, some, some stuff in it. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Somebody said to me, is he going to catch something? I don't know. I guess it depends on if the foot was infected. Uh, the Voice is on tonight. Idols on tonight. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Also, The Alienist. DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Don't forget The Good Doctor. Uh, Scorpion is on as well. And next hour, we are going to talk about Logic. A lot of stuff going on in his life right now. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing New LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. EDMS. I have a Duran. I have an Elvis. I have a show, I have a morning, uh, morning show, Elvis Duran, morning show, morning show Elvis Duran, Elvis Duran morning show. Every morning, I turn it on without a warning. I get my head out of bed and then I'm on the road, and now I'm hanging with my bro. Cause you know my main man, his name is Elvis Duran. He's the baddest mother lover in the radio land. And I hang around to tell you I'm his number one fan. But now it's time for me to blow. Elvis Duran. Yo, 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 y
Sanchez. Just wanna wake up each day with you. Elvis Duran Show. Just wanna wake up each day with you. Elvis Duran Show. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. It's so interesting. If you're a, a Broadway head like me, yeah. 
it's so fascinating to hear the stories behind how he made it to the very top. I mean, he is the ultimate musical guru. Genius. I could sit here and pick his brain forever and not get bored. I love him. What straight name? I just asked him in the green room. I said, hey, what's the best thing about your book? He goes, nothing. It, it's, he says it's rubbish. It's rubbish. It's rubbish. rubbish. It's rubbish. Anyway, Don't buy it. Andrew Lloyd Webber is on the way. Uh, let's go around the room. Joining us, of course, is the one and only producer, Samantha. Hi. And there's Danielle and Scary. We'll start with you, Samantha. What's on your mind today? So just make sure you always have plan B for getting into your place, okay? I went to take out the garbage, and I live on the fourth floor, and I forgot my apartment keys. <laughs> so I was stuck in the lobby of my building watching Netflix on the floor for two hours while I waited for my roommate to get home because no one in my area has a key. So I will be making a spare key today. Yeah, someone needs a key. Yeah. And give it to a neighbor. Always have a spare key. God that bless you. Weren't you naked when that happened to you, Elvis? You <laughs> were locked out like you have naked. I, I got locked out naked. How the hell did... We'll talk about that later. <laughs> I, was in the, I was in the garage. I went out to the garage to get something, and the door closed, and I got locked out. Naked? Naked. Good for you. No, no, no. But someone had to come bail me out. I was boring and yeah. fully dressed. Yeah, make sure you have a key uh, hidden with a friend yeah. close by. Uh, what's up, Danielle? So, you know how I usually give up chocolate for Lent? Yes. And then, like, I think about what the first chocolate I'm going to eat. Usually it's a Snickers bar because I love Snickers. So this year, since I gave up shopping for Lent, I'm trying to figure out what the first item I'm going to buy. Because <laughs> I wasn't allowed to buy clothes or shoes or anything like that or accessories like that. So I'm like... What is the first piece? Should I buy a new pair of shoes? Should I buy You're obsessing a shirt? over it. Like, now, see, it this has is to the be problem. Something special. You're totally obsessing <laughs> over it. I totally am. But I can't wait. I'm like, two more weeks. Let us know. <laughs> two more weeks. Let us know when you decide. Woo! All right. <laughs> yes. Uh, scary. So I decided to be the good son and host Easter at my apartment. I figured I would rent the rec room upstairs rent where I live. Rent the rec room. Th- yeah, this is like, it's a space. <laughs> and I'm like, but I feel like I'm taking all these shortcuts because. To me, Easter is a traditional dinner that you cook and you spend time slaving over the stove. I don't got time for that. So I just called a catering company and I'm just going to try and get all these pre-manufactured meals. Am I taking, is taking a shortcut a bad thing? No. When you're catering a holiday dinner? Not at all. Not at all. Now, you know, you always get the pre-brined turkey for Thanksgiving. Yes. Are you getting a pre-brined rabbit? (laughs) (laughs) For uh, Easter? No, you know, no problem at all. Scary, do we all, it's okay for Scary to take the easy way out? Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Uh, Everyone have a nice St. Patrick's Day? It's lovely. Uh, I, I spent it in uh, Vienna. Yeah. Oh, fancy. Vienna was great. I'm still there. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> it was just fantastic. And, and no one celebrates St. Patrick's Day like people in America. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It's Not just, even the Irish. No, no, no. Uh, all right, all right. Let's get into sound with Garrett. He's a good American. How are you doing, Garrett? Good morning. All right, so let's do a little catch-up story. So remember last week I played you a rap from a guy that wanted to get a job that sounded like this? Just done came. See, I'm pivotal and digital. My banner should be criminal. My radio is His rap resume. Yeah, you wanted to work for an ad agency that represents Sprite. Well, guess what? An update? He's moving to New York next month, and he's going to work for that company. So, so the rap resume is a great idea. And the company said it stood out so much, uh, aside from just a typical resume, that they could not not bring him in. That's so so I'm he's going to move from Texas to New York next month and uh, start working for the agency. They don't say if he's going to work on the Sprite campaign specifically, but uh, it's kind of cool to see that he could do something creative and outside That's the box. Cool. All right. Now, uh, let's also talk about, uh, remember when we played Great T's daughter's Ella's recorder? She was playing the recorder at home. Oh, yeah. 
It's been getting better. Hold on. What are you doing, Straight Nate? Hey, what the hell? You just got gum? lassoed. I got by my headphones. <laughs> He's trying to walk across He's the room. He's stuck. And... <laughs> He's stuck. All right, so yeah, so All right, well, Great T's daughter, Ella. <laughs> so there's that. That's her. So right. someone on YouTube decided to buy a dollar recorder, an even cheaper recorder than what Ella uses, and try to play Camila Cabello's Havana. Let's see how good. That's so irritating. It's, it's irritating, and all the dogs that's hate us right now. That's not a whistle. It no, sounds like someone's whistling. It, well, it's a cheap recorder. It's not. Oh, it's not why. the expensive one. Oh. Uh, How our, expensive are recorders? Expensive. That's why it doesn't they're sound not, as good as They are. Cheap. If you look online. All right. Uh -huh. So let's see if you can guess this song done by Fall Out Boy that was just released. I want to dance with somebody. Songs for Fallout Boy to do. They I chose love it. it. I Uh, they just put it out uh, through an, uh, Spotify, so uh, it's on YouTube, and you can listen to it. That's so cool. That's so right. Love it. Love all right, it. finally. So uh, Andy Wu Music, he does all these collaborations on YouTube. So he decided to take This Is Me from that Kiala Settle sang on uh, The Greatest Showman right. and combine it with Sia's The Greatest, and you have this, The Greatest Showman. Yeah, the greatest showman. I think it takes away the, from the song, though, if you create this, you're so smart that you're like, oh, I can combine this and this, and you don't get to listen to the song. Well, you do, but it's Andy, different. Andy Wu music on YouTube if you want to listen to Excellent. that. Excellent. By the way, uh, Kayla Settle was on with our friend Ellen Kay on her show out in Los Angeles. Oh, nice. They're now best friends. Aww. Wherever Kayla Settle goes, everyone just falls in love with her. She's great. Thank you, You're Garrett. Welcome. Garrett. You're a good American. I appreciate it. Hey, so uh, over the weekend, I was noticing, uh, I was going back through old tweets and things and, and text messages, and Yuritsa came in on Thursday last week saying she was just minding her own business. She got out of the car because she saw a dollar bill flying through the air. Yeah. She grabbed it, and it's a, it was a $100 bill. Crazy. It was just flying in the air, and there's no way to figure out where it came from. It just, it nope. was a, it's just flying around, a $100 bill. That is, I wish that Yikes. would happen to me sometime soon. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> On Instagram, people were talking about it. Uh, Amethyst Vila was walking through... She says, I was walking through my building complex. I found a folded stack of $5 bills, which equaled $100. Wow. And just kept it. That's crazy. Christine says she was in the bathroom at the beach. She went to flush the toilet, looked down, $100 bill on the ground. Do people really lose money? That I guess so. Well, I, I yesterday, $10 fell out of my pocket at the soccer game, and my husband turned around and goes, hey, 
And I said, what? I didn't even realize it. He goes, look. And I'm like, oh, $10. I mean, it's not $100, but it's still $10. It's a lot of money. Yeah. It's still $10. That's but can you imagine you know? finding well, your money? Yeah. What amount becomes suspicious? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I couldn't trust X amount. Like, I don't know. $100 is borderline scary to me. I'd be afraid to like, touch it. Is somebody testing you or something? Where did this come yeah. from? You definitely look around. Yeah. Is, anyone, is, there, is there a camera seeing me? cursed. When uh, another uh, Instagram post, when I was 10 years old, I found a $100 bill floating in the ocean surf. Like, where'd that come from? Did it come from a boat? A mermaid. Yeah, mermaid. She lost it. I found money in front of a church, an apartment car one night by the church. I was so broke, I needed it badly. $80 just waiting for me right there. I didn't see anyone around who may have lost the money, so I kept it. Aw. Aw. Good to go to someone That was a test. You were right in front of church. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you failed that one. That was... Donate that to the church. That's for the test right there. Mikey says, I was walking out of Walmart on a windy day, and I got hit in the face with a $20 bill. <laughs> God, we're, we're, I'm never in the right place where it's raining money. Yeah, I get hit in the face, but not by $20 bills. <laughs> What's scary? You know, uh, I will tell you that half, a half hour before the bar closes, when they're doing last call, go up to the bar and just look down and just start scanning like right where you put your foot rest at the bar. Yeah. If you walk up and down, there's always money there because drunk people, as they get drunker toward the end of the night, the money comes crumbling out of their pocket. It falls. That's on a the very floor. good idea. Yeah. That's when you look for the. Take key. advantage of those drunk people. You know yeah. where? You know where else you can find money? Where? Under Web Kathleen's desk. She is right? so unorganized. She doesn't use a wallet. She throws her credit cards in her bag and crumpled dollars. So half the time she takes something out of her purse and money falls on the floor. Yeah. You can go steal from Web Girl Kathleen. She wouldn't even know. Go see how much money's out there. <laughs> Her back's a black hole. Uh, Leah, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? Doing very well. So you were just minding your own business. You went into the bathroom stall. Where where was the bathroom? I was in a restaurant. Okay. You went to the bathroom yeah. stall. What would you find dinner. in there? $1,500. $1,500 bills. Okay, 15 wow. crisp $100 bills. So that yeah. is like a suspicious amount yeah, of money. That's like yeah, that's drug money. Abort mission. So what did you do? So I, um, obviously I went back to the table seeing, you know, I went back to who I was eating with. I was like, oh my God, what do we do? I have $1,500 in my pocket. Oh my God, oh my God, you know, freaking out. Um, and we're like, all right, well, we'll tell the management, but we're not going to say how much money and we're going to hold on to it. So obviously the management goes, oh, well, we'll just hold on to that for you. You know, obviously I'm not giving that to you. No way. Um, within a day, someone had contacted the restaurant because we left our contact information. Um, I ended up meeting with that person. They were at a funeral from out of town, and that was their rent. Oh, wow. wow. So aren't you glad they you didn't keep it? Yeah, and um, they gave me 100 bucks for giving it back to them. Oh, that's Good. nice. That was very nice. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, wow. yeah if you find $1,500, there... There, there's more to the story than just someone who just dropped money. I mean, yeah. that's, that's a that's a big yeah. deal. A big wad of cash. You yeah. did the right thing. We love you, Leah. Leah, thanks. See, Leah, Leah did the right thing. Yeah. Thank you on Monday, so it's good to talk to you again. Well, thanks for listening to us. We appreciate it. Uh, Valentina. Hello, lady. Hi. Hi. How how's it going, Valentina? So, Valentina, yeah. it's, 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 it's Valentina has a lucky life. She just walks outside and it starts raining money from the sky, right? Yes, so I walk out of my front door, and I'm outside with my brother, and suddenly we have money coming down from the sky, and we just what? start picking up 20s and 20s and more 20s, and it added up to about $400 as well. No, no, where was the money coming from? The, the sky? It was it was strange. So we live in, like, townhomes, so right across we had other houses, and it was just falling from behind, from above those houses. And, and it, it just started fell? falling in front of the house. Like, yes. Like from an airplane or something? I'm trying to figure that's, this out. 
I I have no idea. We were still trying to figure it out. From behind a house. Well, I mean, I guess just don't question it. It was raining money. Like there was a dollar cannon. You never know. God works in mysterious ways. Maybe he thought you needed it and threw some down from the sky. That's so weird, Valentina. I had just gotten a car ticket, so. I'm going to hang out with you. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening to us. Have a great day, okay? Thank you so much. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> it's great talking to you. Thank you very much. There you have it. It just rains money. Maybe there was a rooftop party going on somewhere, and someone was trying to make it rain with a money cannon, and it went off the roof, and it fell onto the floor through this from the sky. Maybe. Serious kind of party. Yeah. All right. I want to go to one of those parties. <laughs> We're having a money party. Can you, buy, can you go out by to the body party? We're going to just blow money all of our oh, friends. Buddy, hey, I love you. Come up to the party. Yeah, you're going to win some money. Can you imagine? What kind of party is that? A cash cannon. <laughs> what's trending, oh, Samantha? Money, apparently. But today's What's Trending comes from Danielle. Thank you. She gave me the stuffs. So, uh, I remember growing up, I always loved Swarovski jewelry, but it was too expensive. So that's why I'm obsessed with this company. They're adore jewelry, and they're made of Swarovski crystals, but they're completely affordable. And they're super funky looking. So Danielle and I have matching rings on right now. Mm-hmm. How you doing? I'm going to post a picture of that. Those are pretty. Mm-hmm. I got my little funky staircase red jeweled earrings right now. And they're always, always adding things to the sales section, yes. which is my favorite word. So if you want to go, you know, get great quality jewelry with beautiful colors, ElvisDuran.com, keyword trending, and I can link you over from there. Also, traveling, packing for traveling, your toiletries, it's a bitch. Like, I, I hate packing Ugh. toiletries, especially perfume bottles, because they're glass and you can't really transfer it over. Well, Danielle found this mini refillable perfume container. It's only $9.99 for a set of five. And what you do is you just take the cap off your perfume, put this tiny little bottle on it, and pump, 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 and then you've got a travel size of your perfume. You can bring it anywhere so you don't have to smell like hotel soap whenever you're traveling. What's wrong with hotel soap? I love it. Eh, You know, it's not as good as my perfume, that's for sure. So that's at ElvisDuran.com, keyword trending. What is wrong with you, Nate? He's Nate's like tripping and falling all over the room. No, we got a lot of stuff going on. I'm yeah. trying to keep you things okay? on track here. Uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber is going to be on in like 10 minutes. He's just hanging out in the other room listening to this show. Hi, Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> he might change his mind and go home. No, he's, he's going to stay in. we got to talk about his new book. He'll be here in the Mercedes AMG interview lounge. Uh, you know what? It's going to start getting warmer soon, believe Yay! it or not. It's uncuffing season. What? This, oh. this is the time of year where most people are planning on Breaking up yep. and becoming single for the summer. That's right. So, is it you? As you listen to this show right now, are you thinking, hmm, tis the season? Hmm. No, we're cool for the summer. Or, or <laughs> is someone about to break up with you? Oh, I hope not. Oh, God, I hope some of our favorite Nate, celebrities. Nate better not. He just waxed oh. his whole butt for his girlfriend. <laughs> my butt. Lasered, not oh, waxed. Sorry, sorry. Shaved and lasered. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> anyway, a lot of celebrities have ended relationships in the last month. You've, you've been keeping an eye on mm-hmm, that? Yeah. So according to uh, this analysis of Facebook statuses, for those who are still on Facebook, this is when most people go from status of being in a relationship to single. Wow. What single does it? Ready to mingle. What's scary? I'm uh, Googling... How do you sabotage a relationship? Why are you Googling that? I'm I'm just saying. Don't you love people that actually type while they speak? Yeah. (laughs) I'm not saying I'm doing it, but you know there's somebody out there, and a lot of people are. Because if they want to get uncomfortable. Why why Google the question, how to sabotage a relationship? Go ask your girlfriend. Oh! Oh! 
Hey. Waka waka. Anyway, this is that time. So who do you know? You know what? The chances are great that someone in your circle, if it's not you, someone is about to call it quits. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's someone in this room. Hmm. Interesting. Brody? <laughs> That's all. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hiring? ZipRecruiter has revolutionized how you do it. Their technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. They find great candidates for you. Try it free today at ZipRecruiter.com slash Elvis. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Call us. I'm freaking out right now. Why are you freaking out? I listen to you guys every morning. At 1-800-242-0100. Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. All of Broadway royalty stopping by today. No, we're so lucky. I know. I love it. Earlier, as you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda from Hamilton, Ben Platt from Dear Evan Hansen, they were here talking about their new song, which is released and out today with proceeds from all downloads going to the March for Our Lives initiative this Saturday. The song is called Found Tonight, and you can download it right now. Uh, And now back to more uh, royalty from Broadway. We welcome him back for his second visit. The one, the only, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Well, I can't believe you're back. I, wasn't it enough pain coming last time? You actually came back for more, for more torture. Yes. <laughs> did you did you miss us? Is that what it was? Oh, you know, I, every morning I woke up and I said, I must come back to New York. And the only thing I must do when I get there is to come on the Elvis Duran show. <laughs> and people would say back at home, the guy's mad. It is. But I enjoyed it last time. Thank you very much. Aww. It was good fun. I will tell you, the response from that show was massive. So mm-hmm. the fact that you uh, agreed to come back and talk about new projects is, it's an honor to so have you back. That's why they stopped me at immigration, is it? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love flying across the pond? Do you, do you enjoy coming to the States? Yeah, I love it. You know, and I mean, the great thing is, uh, I mean, New York is really the home of musicals and... Uh, it's in a great shape at the moment. I think yeah. Broadway's in a fantastic, uh, fantastic time. I mean, there are so many good shows to see, and there are so many good new shows. I just saw Frozen the other night. Yeah, so did I. Now that's really, really good. Well staged. And well I, staged. What I was surprised about was that there's a lot of adult humor in it. There yeah, really there is. is. It is, and it looks absolutely gorgeous. It does. I mean, beautifully, beautifully designed. Yeah. And. Go, go ahead. What, 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 what other shows have you seen? Well, the though? show you see, I like. I saw it quite a little while ago. Now, as the band's visit. I mean, oh, that, yeah. see, that much appeals to me because it's a subject that if you think about it, and you imagine going into a producer and saying, I got this idea for a musical. It's about an Egyptian military band who are booked to appear in Tel Aviv, turn up at the airport and there's nobody to meet them, and they wander around Tel Aviv, and uh, it's the story of what happens to them. And you could see a producer saying, yes, thank you very much, you know, we'll let you know. I mean, but like all great musicals, it's based on an idea that sounds on paper undoable. Oh, don't, but it's most brilliant. of them, most of them all sound undoable. Let's talk about Cats. Cats, by the way, I mean, one of the hugest shows of all time, almost didn't get made. Almost because people didn't. thought it was just the weirdest well, idea. Yes, exactly. I mean, time and time and time again, people said, you're crazy to do this and forget it, stop it. And, uh, you know, it, it was really against the odds. It opened literally with a second mortgage on my house. Wow. Because there was nobody else involved who had had a hit in musicals really before. And uh, it was only me. And so I had to kind of carry all the financial side of it. And it was really hairy, 
really, really hairy. We really need, I mean, I'm not making a pun because it's about cats, but it was extremely furry, it was very furry, say. yes. <laughs> But instead, the musical purred yeah. along. Well, it didn't quite. I mean, it very, very, very nearly didn't get on, uh, even down to the last minute. You see, it's a, it's a really strange story uh, about what happened, because we went into a theatre that had not been used as a theatre for quite a long time and had been turned into a TV studio. But it was the perfect theatre for us for a number of reasons, because it was able to be a theatre almost in the round, and we wanted to do Cats as, as theatre in the round originally. And when we found the theatre, we really wanted to go in there. But the guys who owned it said, look, um, we've had flop after flop in here. We've got a really, really good business going as a TV studios. You know, if you run with this show for a couple of years, we're never going to get this business going again. So they put a penalty on us, which was most unusual. That So if, they were betting yeah, against you? Yeah. They said that if the show only ran like six weeks, which is what I think they thought they would find, you know, there'd be no penalty at all. But if the show then ran for a year or two years, um, then that would really destroy their TV business. Uh, and because everybody would say, well, it's no longer a TV studio, we'll go somewhere else. Wow. So they had me with what in those days would be equivalent to about, ooh, a sort of two or three million dollar penalty mm -hmm. that would have to be paid to the theatre owners if Cats actually ran a year. So, I mean, it was probably um, the riskiest business so, so, decision you've ever made. Oh, it was, it was a nightmare. Well, did um, you ever pay off your house uh, mortgage? Well, well, I mean, we, <laughs> we did. And then, of course, I mean, it, it was all fine. But it could have been one of the biggest moments of bathos in theatrical history when somebody dressed as a cat ran on that stage. Right. Yeah. And it was every single thing was against it. I mean, the theatre itself had been a graveyard. Uh, I mean, even Grease, starring Richard Gere, had failed in there. I mean, you have to think of that. And it, it was me working for the first time away, really, from Tim Rice. The only thing I'd done before that had been a failure, which was a show called Jeeves, which didn't work. Uh, I, I was working with uh, the poems of a dead poet, T.S. Eliot. I'm an American poet, but, uh, you know, he, he wasn't exactly around. And people were saying, what's he doing setting poetry? It's about cats. And they're going to ask that these cats, human beings dressed as cats, are going to dance. And everybody thought in Britain at the time that we all had two left feet when it came to dance. It was never thought that we could do a dance musical. So everybody said, well, that's a no-go zone. Uh, our producer, Cameron McIntosh, was in those days, he, he, he hadn't had a big hit before. He hadn't really had a hit at all before. So he was an unknown bet. Uh, the director was Trevor Nunn from the Royal Shakespeare Company. What's the guy who runs the Royal Shakespeare Company doing the work of a dead poet set to, about cats? I mean, people thought, but he doesn't know anything about musicals, that's that. So you add up all those ingredients, and everybody thought that the biggest recipe for disaster in the history of London's West End was about to unleash. But wait, let, let me ask you a question then. Uh, by the way, Andrew Lloyd Webber is about to answer this question. The same question you're thinking of asking yourself. Why did you do it? What is it about you that said, you know what, everyone's betting against it. There's something in this I believe is going to be I don't excellent. know. I, I think it's sort of blind faith, really. I mean, I thought we had something very special. Okay. I thought we were doing something that in its day had never really been done before. And it, it was a huge, a huge adventure. And, you know, what happens is that when you're on a, a boat that everybody thinks is going to sink... Everybody really pulls together. And it was an extraordinary, extraordinary time. And, and it, it was, uh, it, it, there's, there's nothing one could say. I mean, all I do remember distinctly was backstage with Cameron McIntosh, with our kids uh, waiting to go on stage and our young cast. And 
we were all saying, what are we doing here? And I remember standing with Cameron and waiting for the moment where the first cat ran out, waiting for the howls of laughter. And instead there was silence. And we thought, this is extraordinary. And then the first number happened and there was a huge round of applause where there isn't supposed to be a round of applause because it's supposed to take you into the cat world. And we went tiptoed round to the front of the house and the audience was loving it. I must assume that every single production you do do has that thought, this is going to fail. Not like that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's gonna and by the way, is this one of the many stories that's in your uh, new book, Unmasked? Is oh, yeah. It- so there are a few stories in there. And of course, what happened then was that everybody in the you could think of wanted to come to Cats. So there are a few stories about the people who came to Cats. So I don't have to buy the book now. He yeah. just told just it. tell us. Yeah. But, well, no, there's 500 pages in, in uh, Unmasked. A few more, I'm afraid. So I'm, sh- I'm sure you have a lot more stories that I'm going to... I'm dying to hear, but I, I, now that we know you, I can read it in your voice, which yeah. makes all the difference in the world, I, I, guess, I believe. You know, I think it does. I mean, I wrote the book myself. I didn't want anybody else touching it. And uh, I, I like to think that if you did know me, that you'd find that it's quite fun. I mean, to, to write a, see, I'm writing a book, and, I, and it scare, uh, 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 it scares uh, yeah. the hell out of me. Can you I wrote, give you? No, listen, um, we may it, not want to broadcast this bit, but can I give you advice? I need advice. Don't. Oh, <laughs> no, no, why not? I mean, obviously you're proud of Unmasked. There's got to be something in yeah. here that you're... Uh, but I, I promise you, I mean, you write the book, and you send it in, and you say, that's it, thank you very much. And you think, that's fine. Then you get the book back. And um, somebody has put commas and hyphens and oh, punctuation yeah. things in there. So you Frowny then have to go, faces. Then, then you have to go all through the book, taking the whole lot out. And I, I still think I go through there. I, mean, I have nightmares thinking, you know, God, there's like C commas now where there aren't still. <laughs> right? <laughs> somebody's put them in. Now, do um, you ever write anything in the book and then it, you know it's out there and everyone can buy it? And you think, oh, I shouldn't have put no, that in there. No, I tell you what it is. I'm, I'm really glad I did it because in many ways what it's done is it's made me go back in through old diaries and old things that I had. And the funny thing that you discover is, is that stories that you remembered in a certain way aren't in actual fact as you remembered them. <laughs> right. Because you look at the diary and you say, I remembered it that way, but the dates don't add up. And then you make a few phone calls and then you talk to people and they say, no, 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 of course it happened this way. And then you start to piece it together. So from my point of view, it's quite fun because it means that I think it's relatively accurate about what really did happen. But it's good to go back and get yeah. second yeah. opinions on... And it's good. To, it's nice to talk to, to people about you know, the, those times. But it's a long process. How long, you did, wait, how long did it take? Well, I started writing it a few years ago and then abandoned it and then oh. started again. And then and, and, um, after I finished School of Rock, I thought now is the moment I can do it because I hadn't found, and I think I might have found a subject for a new musical now, but I haven't definitely decided. But I hadn't found one. And so I decided that now was the time to do it. And then once you sort of get into it and you sort of a third of the way through it, you're kind of committed. Aren't you happy you did it, though? I am, yeah. I am pleased I did it. Are you tired um, of yourself at this but point? But I am so <laughs> bored with are you, myself. Are you sick I of say, you? I say in the introduction that I'm the most boring person I've ever written about, Aww. and I stand by it. Oh, stop. stop. I don't, and you wrote it all on an iPad, which I find very yes, interesting. Yes, I, I, it is interesting. But you see, I can't do technology. Well, see, iPad is technology. I, uh, is it? You did a I great mean, job. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, vaguely. I, mean, I couldn't, <laughs> couldn't have done it without my lovely PA, Jan, who's standing over there somewhere. So I'm going to say, Yay, hi, Jan. Jan. She takes all she the credit. She had to decipher it. Tied it's all Jan. IPad. But I'm, I'm a vinyl man, you see. I go right back uh, to the days of vinyl. And I don't own a mobile phone. 
You don't? You don't? No. no. So how do people get in contact That's with you? That's the point. They can't. Oh. <laughs> I like that idea. How can it's I, brilliant. How can it's I send absolutely you dirty brilliant. pictures? I've got dirty well, pictures to send you. You can't. There's well, nothing you can do. So no, wait. I'll just show it to you live. Do you? No. <laughs> no, you do can put wait. that one away. Ah, do you have a landline at home? Like, do you have a phone in your home? I have a landline, yes. Electricity. Do you yes. have electricity at the house? <laughs> well, only when the generator works. Okay. <laughs> wow. Well, do you feel like if you do cross that threshold and you start to immerse into technology, it'll change your life so you don't want to go down that road? Is there something you're... Look, let me tell you, all of the albums I certainly made and all the ones I remember all sound better on vinyl. They do. And you can go into the technical reasons why, and the, the, why digital doesn't sound so good on CD and all of that. And you can talk about sampling rates and all that kind of thing. But the fact of the matter is, is, is that I am ahead of the curve and have always been by keeping my vinyl collection and everything sounds better on vinyl, in you my know, view. One of the first albums I remember listening to a long time ago when I really understood how to put an album on a turntable was... Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Well, it, that that too sounds really. You know, the trouble is, is when they remaster a lot of these tra these things for CD or for whatever and for downloads and everything. Now they compress them all, and so that the actual sound quality. I, I've got an album coming out now, um, which is sort of for my seventieth birthday, and I was sent all the album. And I said, no, this doesn't sound right. And we went back and we looked at a lot of the tracks, and at some point they've been remastered. And, of course, they've been remastered by an engineer who, you know, he's probably did them in a great batch. And they're not as good as the original ones. So the, I'm rather pleased with this new album because it's actually remastered by me. Uh, and, and therefore, therefore it's got all the tracks sounding as I originally intended them. Well, hear me that. It, it's... Uh... This is available, too. Okay, so we're talking about two things I'm dying for you to pick up. First of all, Andrew Lloyd Webber's Unmasked, a memoir. And this, Andrew Lloyd Webber Unmasked, the Platinum Collection, the ultimate greatest hits, according to you. Well, it's got, it, it it's a, was a selection put together, frankly, by the record company. And right. I, I agreed with it. I thought it was rather good. They also suggested some new tracks. And uh, so there are some quite interesting new versions of old songs. You know what I love is uh, Lana Del Rey. Well, Lana did a lovely recording of You Must Love Me which from, from uh, Evita. Evita, which right. Which is the new song written for Evita. Isn't, isn't it awesome when you have artists today that are just so turned on by your work, they're dying to get into a studio and sing it for you? Because they, they but, do it for you. They want your approval. You know that. Yeah, it's, it was extraordinary, really, because when I was at the Grammys, I mean, so many of the artists there who I think are absolutely right there today and brilliant they also come up and say i was the narrator and joseph in the amazing totally colored dream coat wow. you know why i mean it, it's 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 extraordinary but um lana i mean i think has done a beautiful job with it and i i've, I've always been a great admirer of hers and it's it's just interesting to me to hear new interpretations of songs that i wrote a while ago So much more to talk about. Andrew Lloyd Webber, more coming up right after this. The official Twitter account of The Morning Show, at Elvis Duran Show. And the official Twitter account of Elvis, at Elvis Duran. Follow us now. Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. 
Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Stop it. We're having way too much fun during the commercials. Andrew Lloyd Webber, of course, here today talking about his new book, his platinum collection that's out. You've got to hear all your favorite Andrew, Andrew Lloyd Webber songs done by our favorite artist. Yeah. What a great day to have you here. Look at the difference yeah. between your creative process when you were in those days versus today. I mean, obviously... Well, I was sort of eight then. You well, know, you're eight, well, of course. But my creative <laughs> process then was I, I built myself a little toy theatre because I loved theatre so much. And it was also strange in a way because by the time I was in my early teens and I went to a big school, as it were, musicals were off the scale off the radar um, for my generation because the Beatles were just happening. And everybody wanted to be a Beatle and singing London, swinging London was happening. And it was just one of those times people thought, this guy is crazy. I mean, he, he likes musicals. Now, it may sound funny in America, but back in Britain uh, at that time, I mean, musicals were not considered to be anywhere near the mainstream. And, and indeed, I mean, the kind of, you know, the kind of chattering class kind of parents who uh, the school I went to there were you know there were quite a lot of kind of opinion makers and all that sort of thing who uh, who had their kids at the school they thought that I was crazy because I'd say I like Rodgers and Hammerstein people would say what you like Rodgers and Hammerstein it's all sentimental and they'd say you'll never walk alone carousel and it you know, I mean these are great great shows by the one of the greatest melodists who ever lived and yet people at those days, they, they, they just back in Britain, they thought it was below everything. So when The Sound of Music came to London, you can imagine, I remember, I remember going to the first night of that, because uh, I'd written a fan letter to Richard Rogers uh, when I got this in my book, but um, I, I was 13, I guess, and he wrote back to me and said, would you like to come to the first night of my show? That must have been such a hit. Which wow. was fantastic. So, the head so I go, go to the first night of the show, and I mean, I... Loved it, you know. I mean, it was I mean, tune after tune after tune. Next morning when I got to school, some of the boys had laid, laid out some of the reviews for me. And I mean, one of the reviews said, if you were a diabetic craving extra sickly sweet things, take a load of extra insulin, extra insulin, and you will not fail to thrill to the sound of music. Oh, man. My Aww. God. You know, I mean, that is the show which we all know, I mean, is one of the great, great popular musicals of all time. Right. And but what was, I thought, fun, though, was, which because Rogers must have had, and Hamstein, they must have had the last laugh, because after this ridiculous line, outside the theatre for the next seven years was, you will not fail to thrill to the sound of music. <laughs> which was a wonderful example of creative advertising. Yes, and my first lesson yeah. in it. In filters. But, you know, I mean, it, 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 that was what it was. I mean, people thought that, that the sound of music was saccharine sweet slosh. But do you miss the lean days at all? The days when you were first starting out and just trying to get get business going and yeah, I, getting investors? I kind of do, and, but, you know, it, it, nothing changes. I mean, every time you do a new musical, you always think that you're pushing a new boulder up a hill or whatever. And uh, I, I, I'm right now, I'm, I'm on the verge of thinking. I've, I think I've got the subject I want to do. And it'll be a very, very different thing for me if I choose to do it. Tell us everything uh, right now. Yeah. I cannot tell you about it. I wish I could. Give, um, us, give us from the very beginning to the very last note. Next, next time, if you ask me back, I will. But I would love to hear uh, that. But, you know, though, to answer your question, you know, the thing is, is that I don't know. I get, I get to answer a different way. I, I think if you know what you want to do in life, you're very, very lucky. I think if you get to succeed and have a great time in doing what you do, you, you are so lucky it's not possible. I, I, I sort of pinch myself every time and I just think, 
each new musical is a, is a new adventure with new people, new team. And I just love it so much. So I don't know if I've answered your question, but... No, you have. Yeah. It's, it's, it's still as invigorating to you now as it was yeah. then. Yeah. Have you ever listened to a song that you have written in your headphones or in a studio by yourself and said, you know, you really hit it out of the park with that song. That is brilliant. Do you give yourself that personal well, pat on the back? Well, of course, also, I don't write lyrics, and so the lyrics have to be really great and right, you know. Yeah, And, of course, if it's a... If you're thinking of a song as a standalone single, uh, and there, yes, there are certain songs of mine that I, I really am very, very, um, very pleased with, of course. Do you love it when people come up and say, you know, your favorite song that you did, you you, you wrote is this? Yes, and it's when they say songs from Les Miserables that I always get a little worried. <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Les Mis, what, that's the, the best thing, musical you ever did. And, and people come up to me and they say, ah, oh, yeah, lovely Sarah Brightman. They say, and that time to say goodbye, what a fantastic song. And of course, I had nothing to do with it at all. <laughs> Take credit for it. By the way, these stories you're hearing, th- just the tip of the iceberg of what you're going to get when you uh, pick up Unmasked, the Andrew, Andrew Lloyd Webber memoir, which is out now. You've got to pick up Andrew Lloyd Webber's Unmasked, the Platinum Collection, or just download it like I'm going to do. Uh, I will say, last time you were here, I'm going to see if your answer has changed. Last time you were here, I asked you, what is your favorite song you didn't write? And you told me Some Enchanted Evening. Well, I would stand by that. And you still I say there? that in my book, and uh, I, I still think it's the... I mean, the greatest song for me ever written because it's so brilliant in its simplicity, both melodically, but, but particularly lyrically. And, and, and you think, that's a lyric. Anybody could have written that. But my goodness, it's a crafted lyric. It's really, really extraordinary. Also contains the couplet, which is the best answer for anybody who asks you, what is the secret of writing a hit musical? You just quote, fools give you reasons, wise men never try. Some Enchanted Evening, You Will Meet a Stranger. It's a superb lyric. And, and, and it doesn't actually rhyme that often either. And the, the tune itself is peerless. Wow. Well, he's been here twice. Obviously, he loves us. He has so many stories that I just want to keep talking I to know. him and hear all the stories. Well, I'll come back a third time if you're okay. desperate. Yes, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Desperation is our middle name. I want I'm, to ask what you thought of Spider-Man on Broadway, but we'll leave that for another time. <laughs> I can tell you a lot of stories about Spider-Man on Broadway about its first night, but I'm not going to. I, <laughs> it's Wait, actually, I, I will say one thing. I went to it thinking the worst yeah. on its opening night. And, I mean, I find myself sitting next to the edge and in front of me, Bill Clinton, which was a little sort of, you know, thinking, I'm going to have to be careful what I say here. Uh, <laughs> but I actually, on the first night, you know when everybody says it's total disaster? Yeah. I didn't think it was. I, I, I think it was just uh, shoehorned into the wrong thing. I don't think it should have ever gone anywhere near Broadway. I wow. mean, it would have been one of those things I'd have thought worked quite well as a totally rock show in an arena. Right. And not not even tried to do it, but and it. But the trouble about a musical is, is once you get a production on the road and it's there, there's, it, it's like a juggernaut going downhill, you know, and you you can't stop it. It's very very difficult. You, and it brings me back to one thing that Hal Prince said to me. What he said to me stayed with me forever and ever and ever. And I think it's one of the wisest pieces of advice I was ever given in my career, which is that you can't listen to a musical if you can't look at it. What he meant was is that if the production was wrong and the design of the production was wrong, an audience is uncomfortable 
they don't know why, but they're uncomfortable and they're uneasy with what they're seeing. And I think Hal's right. You know, you you can have a show that just looks wrong and you just don't feel comfortable during the evening. So that's why you say Frozen is beautiful. And well, it I really think Frozen is, is beautiful. Yeah. And, and uh, in my case, say take Phantom of the Opera, that production, Maria Bjornsson's extraordinary design, fits so completely with what I wrote that, that there is one. I think it's very rare. I think for all of the ingredients to come together, as, as they did for me in Phantom, or they did Milan King, or done with Hamilton, or whatever, for it to come together to that extent is very, very rare. Wow. Wow. These stories and more. Please pick up Andrew Lloyd Webber's Unmasked. And of course, while you're reading it, listen and listen to the collection. He has to pay off that mortgage that he <laughs> that second mortgage from cats. Yeah. We're gonna pay off we're gonna pay off cats with this it's, book. It's all that money I lost on bitcoins. I know exactly. Oh, shit. <laughs> there you have it. Thank you for coming back. Andrew Thank Lloyd Webber, fantastic. Thank you. Elvis, 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 Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran, the morning show. In today's connected world, it takes just one weak link and your personal information can get into the wrong hands. Good thing New LifeLock with Norton now has protection for your identity and devices. Join at LifeLock.com and use promo code Elvis for an extra 10% off your first year. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tap. All right, Scary. Yes. What's your phone tap all about today? Todd wants to phone tap his roommate, Liam. Liam gets sloppy drunk whenever he goes out, and on St. Patrick's Day, he really went overboard and got escorted out of the bar. Uh, but he had started this tab, and he never paid the bill. So Todd wants me to pretend I'm from the bar trying to collect. He starts I, the call. You know how many times I've received that phone call the next day? Yeah. Uh, Elvis, you didn't pay your bill last night. Oopsies. And it's a doozy. Uh, well, let's see how we can turn that into a phone tap. Here we go. Listen in. Hello. What's up? It's Todd. Hey, can you step out for a second, dude? What are you talking about? Step out for, step, step out for a couple minutes. Hey, th- this is important. Everything all right? What you did the other day is getting us all in trouble. What do I do? Well, yeah, you talked about. Out. Of course, you don't remember. You were not. It's St. Patrick's Day. When, when you all that stuff you did, it's getting us in trouble. They're on the other line with me. What do you mean they're on the other line? They kicked you us out. What do, you, what, what do you want? That's the end of transaction. They kicked us out of the bar. Some guy Donovan's on the line. He wants. He's saying you didn't pay the bill, and that now what, they're like, pay the bill. They kicked us out of the bar. Talk to him. He's threatening to call us. Absolutely not. Absolutely, I'm not talking to him. Just hang up on him. You ran like a $300 tab. The guy's really pissed off. Well, he shouldn't have kicked us out of the bar. You got to deal with this right now. I'm at work now. Out. I'm in the bathroom at work now. I'm not going to talk to the man now. He's he's on on you want me to go down there? Let me, let me, he's on the line with me. Let me connect him. Hold on. Oh, Hello? Yeah, hey, Hello? Donovan. I got Liam. Liam, yeah, I'm here. The guy. I'm here. I'm here. Did you come out of your uh, drunken coma yet? Uh, how, how can I help you out here, sir? This is Donovan from Keelanoff Pub. Do you remember being here on Monday? I have a vague recollection of it, yes. I remember being kicked out of your bar. Oh, you got the Irish amnesia, do you? Are you mocking me, sir? I'm not mocking you. Do you know what you did? You ran out of here. You charged a $312 bill. I ran out. Yes. I have a distinct, very clear memory of being kicked out, sir. 
But you you never came back yesterday to pay the bill. Where have you been? Why would I come back to a bar that kicked me out? Two of your big bruisers grab me by the arm, toss me out, and leave me on the street. And you want me to come back and give you three hundred dollars in cash? Well, first of all, you got kicked out because you were disrupting everything. Okay, do you remember anything? I was having a crack. I was having a great time. I was entertaining the whole club. First of all, you were mocking everybody that came in the bar. You were like, ah, look who's here to have a drink. Kiss me, I'm Irish. Kiss me, I'm Irish. To everybody that walked in. I'm not sure I understand your point, sir. Of yeah. course it was. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's harassment. You asked this one girl if she wanted to feel for your pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I never did any such thing. I know how to handle my liquor. I wasn't ever too drunk to drink. You know how to handle your liquor two at a time. You were double fisting Guinness. You had Irish handcuffs on. You're damn serious, I did. What do you have me do? Well, how much are you going to drink at once? Bring it up your revenue. You're welcome. My bartender, Kelly, cut you off. You tried to go around the other side of the bar and deal with Brent instead. And we kept giving you your bill. Never in my many years have I ever paid a tab on a bar I've been thrown out of. This isn't Ireland, Liam. you got to pay them. Oh, so this has happened in the past. At any given time, I go to whatever pub will have me. And if a pub kicks me out, I sure as don't come back and pay me bill. Then you picked up the policeman's bagpipes when he left them on the chair, and you started blowing into them. Do you remember that? I didn't. I didn't know such thing. I remember that. I had to apologize to the policeman so that you wouldn't get arrested. That's why you picked in. Oh, are you on here? You owe us three hundred and twelve dollars. I owe you nothing. You owe me a night back at the bar. You ordered shepherd's pie for the entire table of nurses that came in. They looked like they were hungry. Get down here and give me that green. The bill becomes null and void when you kick me out of the bar. I would throw it out in front of all the birds I was talking to. You make me look like a fool. The only reason I would come down there is to bury my boots so far up your you tasted it for a week. All right, there, fighting Irish. Why don't you come down here so I can wash your mouth out with Irish spring? I even have feelings in me knuckles since I was 12. Is that the word you want to enter right now? You just make those threats at me, and I'll be doubling your pain. You'll be doubling me pain? Yeah, exactly. A little, a little Irish accent at me? Yeah, exactly. Do you know that you've been phone tapped? What? You've been phone tapped. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, this is Scary Jones, Melvis Duran in the morning show. Oh, <laughs> are you kidding me right now, the two of you? <laughs> oh, you're chest here. You still owe that money. <laughs> oh, well, I still just avoid that place for the time being. Melvis Duran phone tap. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. They're so spontaneous. All the topics. Freaking hilarious. One of the best radio shows I've ever heard. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. 